right? Get Dude, from that's Kelsey. how I spell it. You're reaching What's here. <laughs> You're the only one that sounds like a different name. Yeah, literally. Hey everyone, this is Let It Roll. I'm your host, Dre Savito, sitting with some friends who like to play Dungeons and Dragons. Let's have some fun, shall we? Hello everyone, I'm your host, Dre Savito, and welcome to episode one of our Amateur Adventures campaign. A few things I do want to mention before we get started. First and foremost, listener discretion is advised. We will swear a ton, and not only that, we will make immature comments regardless of the situation, for sure. So this is your first and final warning. Secondly, I would like to introduce the cast and who you all will be listening to throughout our adventure. So starting to my left, we have the clever Tate Oswald. Tate, Yo. say hello. And just as a small little connection, what race and class will you be playing today? I will be play, playing a Hill Dwarf Cleric. All righty. Not too much description. So next to him, we have the lovely Ray Castillo. Howdy, hey. And what class and race will you be playing today? I'm going basic with a human and a fighter. There we go. <laughs> uh, I do believe you're going into the archery standpoint today. Yes, yes, I am. All right. Next to her, we have the suave Johnny Rose. Howdy, howdy. And what racing class are you playing? Human fighter, melee base. Melee base, alrighty. And then, last but not least, the brave Dave Castillo. How's it going? And what race and class are you playing today? I'll be playing a high elf wizard. All right. Uh, last thing I do want to mention before we start the campaign is the campaign itself. Uh, our amateur adventurous campaign is where I run the players through Lost Minds of Fendelver, and we emphasize the gameplay towards new players and possibly new DMs. A few examples like this would be discussing rules as they come up, tactics, explaining a little bit of lingo, and only using the supplied classes and races that were within this box set. This campaign can be found within the starter box set and can be purchased at your local game store, preferably any place that sells board games typically, or online, usually around $20-$25. It does include the basic rules booklet, a campaign guide for Lost Minds of Fendelver, and also five pre-made character sheets that these players have all chosen from. Now, if you don't want to purchase anything right away, you, there is a free PDF file you can download of the Basic Rules booklet, and it's over on the D&D Wizards of the Coast website. I'll link that in the description of this episode. And as a sidebar, we are not endorsed at all by Wizards of the Coast, so we just have to acknowledge that as well. Uh, anything else that we want to mention? Anyone around the table? I do believe... Anything? Nothing? Nothing? All right. Well, let us begin then. In the city of Neverwinter, a dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker asked you all to bring a wagonload of provisions to a rough and tumbled settlement of Fandolin, a couple of days travel southeast of the city. Gundren was clearly excited and more than a little secretive about his reasons for the trip, saying only that he and his brothers had found something big, and that he'd pay you each ten gold pieces for escorting his supplies safely to Barthen's Provisions, a sort of trading post within Fandolin. He then set out ahead of you on horse, along with a warrior escort named Sildar Hallwinter, claiming he needed to arrive early to take care of some business. As we see him cinematically leaving through the gates on his horse, we see standing as the camera pans 180 degrees around at the entrance, your guys' characters. We'll start to my left, to the right, and introduce each one of you into the campaign. So, as we see first off over here, we see the Helldorf Cleric. Uh, give a little short description of what your character looks like there, Tate. Uh, you see a Hildorf Cleric. 
He's got a sky blue mohawk, and he's he's very lean for a dwarf. Um, he's standing about four and a half foot tall. Um, like I said, very lean, very seemingly muscular. Uh, he's wearing chainmail. He has a um, shield and a warhammer, and around the warhammer, he has his uh, little holy symbol. It's a little hammer that is dangling from the warhammer. He's um, uh, he's got a, a hand axe on his side, and his name is Vistra Silveraxe. Awesome. And next to him, we then have the human fighter archer. Uh, this is Kelsey. She's got purple, mostly black tinted hair. Um, she's got tan skin with some freckles. You can only really see them like when she's been out for a whole day or so. Okay. She's got a long trench coat that covers her leather armor. She's got her greatsword on her hip and longbow on her back. And she's got bright green eyes and she's rather short at five foot one. Alrighty. And then you said the name was Kelsey Woodsurge, right? Yep. Alrighty. And then next to her, we have the other human fighter standing there. Johnny. Lachlan Corlin. He is just a very awkwardly proportioned man. He is six foot four and built like a stalk of corn. <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> He is difference. super pale, raven black hair, wearing nice, just nice, nice. spotless chainmail. Looks like it's never been out. Awesome. Concerning. A little bit concerning. And then, last but not least, we do have the wizard elf. Hi, name is Ervin Leodon. I am 6'2", brown flowing locks with a green leather, wielding a short sword. Alrighty. And then from that position, we do see Gundren and Sildar slowly leaving the castle walls. And now he has given you guys a little allotted coin as 10 gold pieces each. So that's a total of 40 gold pieces total that you guys have, aside from what you already have from your equipment. Uh, he advises you guys to go ahead and grab anything you need or want to as a group from the general store. And this is simply anything from the player's handbook. Uh, it can be something simple. And for listeners, this is just me giving a little bit more incentive for the players to kind of prepare and plan themselves ahead for what they might think they might come across. All right. Anything you guys want to look towards or look at before <clears throat> we dive into it? Uh, bandages. Fighting us tied up with some bandages. Some bandages? Just like a, a healer's kit, sort of? Yeah. yeah. All right, I do believe we have some of that. And we have, let's see... Adventure gear. So we have the healer's kit is... Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Alphabetically, looking through here. Uh, it's going for like five gold pieces for a set. For a set? That, that's, that has ten uses in it. And what a healer's kit does is that it lets you automatically uh, save someone from having to do death saves. Now, if you didn't have a healer's kit, then you could do a medicine check, but it would have to be above a ten to be able to uh, make sure that they are stabilized. Healer's kit automatically stabilizes them. I'll buy a set of, yeah, set of healer's kit. One set? All right, go ahead and put it in your inventory. We'll have it there. Uh, anyone else? You say how much gold? Five gold. What can we find? In, this, in the general store. What do they have? I just, I just, I mean, you're in Neverwinter itself, so it is a vast community. 
uh, it has anything you would basically need, but you only have so much money and you probably can't get into the very high archy areas, so you're just looking at the general goods. Yeah. Um, I'll get a healer's kit as well. Okay. I know we do have a healer in this party, but just as an offside, like maybe they're down themselves yeah. and you don't want to have to risk about uh, doing a, a medicine check. So that's another five gold then as well. <laughs> or if you wanted to, so if you're trying to save money, you can easily just split the five uses and you have five, you have five. If you were to share it or whatnot. Mr. Dave Castillo, Arabin. Sure, we can do that. Okay. okay. So then that still gives you guys, I mean, I know some of you guys have money as well from your equipment. So adding that onto the 10 that you just had gives you a little bit more extra. But if you guys think you might need anything else along the way, if not, we can just go ahead and get started. I'm good. I'm golden. Let's roll. Alrighty, so we give it about a day for you guys to get all your supplies around. And I do believe Gundren is your cousin uh, yeah. over here, Vistra. So he actually is how this is all began. He inquired with you if you knew a group of people, and this is how you are all coming to group together. So following from there, the next morning you guys are leaving. What is the marching order? You guys are given a wagon with provisions inside. There is two seats, one driver's seat, one passenger seat, and then just enough space in the back for two other people if you do not want to walk. I'll drive. You'll drive? I'll sit in the passenger seat. Passenger seat as well. I'll ride in the back. I'll ride in the back as well. All right, so then we have Kelsey and Lachlan in the back. We have Vistra and Aravin in the front. Uh, Driving it, these are just natural oxen that are used to just hauling supplies and provisions, so there's no needed uh, checks at all for this. But if we want to, we go ahead and move on. It says it will take about uh, a day and a half to be able to get down there. I do believe and they have already sent out ahead of you so now you're trying to catch up and meet them down there <laughs> uh you've spent a lot the last few days actually following the high road south from neverwinter and you've recently veered east along the tribar trail you've encountered no trouble so far the scenery is beautiful the trees are slowly waving in the wind you have birds chirping all around you and you actually have a little bit of a, a, a nice soothing breeze coming through uh does anyone along these this two days want to do anything by chance as themselves i know we do have clerics we do have wizards we do, we do practice some studying if anything like that if not we just time skip i just uh, i'd like to Arizona? search for any components i can use for spells okay uh roll me a perception check well actually uh roll me a survival check because you're actually going to be looking through some of the weeds and some of the brush as you're walking along this path you might be veering a little bit off from the path itself, but not too far away that you make it on. First roll. Three. <laughs> Three. Uh, you find what looks like a really good pile of mushrooms and some uh, little cattail weeds occasionally. And then you end up finding out that they're all almost dead at their roots, so they're not usable. But you do find a little bit of insects and some wings and, and some bat guano. So you are a little bit all right. You find what were you saying over there, Vistra? Uh, I just want to make it that every morning I pray. Okay. Pray to my deity. And who is your deity? Uh, Morden. Awesome. Alrighty. So, like I said, you guys were traveling along this tribal trail, and you've encountered no trouble so far. But this territory can be dangerous, and bandits and outlaws have been known to lurk along the trail. <laughs> Uh, you've been on the trail for about half a day currently, and as you come around the bend, you spot two dead horses sprawled out in front of you, 
50 feet ahead. Let me jump you guys know. over to that map so you can actually see what's going on. Would I, would I be able to like scan the area? I was going to say the same thing. As yeah. soon as I see that, I bring the oxen to a screeching steady hole. hole. Screeching hole, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there you are. All right. We're all also using, listeners, we're all also using a uh, tabletop TV right now as the map. So if we do not emphasize on locations and space, please let us know in the comments. Yell at us. Do something about it. We'll try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys are currently off at the top left of the map, and you guys look ahead, and you see currently in front of you a handful of dead horses as well. And... You are fifty yard or fifty feet away, excuse me. And uh, you see black feathered arrows sticking out from them. The woods kind of press close a little bit here on the trail itself. A steep embarkment on each side, left and right. Each one of them raising up to about ten feet high. So, if you're looking at the map currently right here, this little slope goes up, and this whole edging on both sides are ten feet high, which you can climb up easily enough. It's a little bit more of a, a hassle to climb up, but it's doable for you no know, real. How many arrows are in the horses? I see a handful of uh, arrows in the horses. Is there anyone off into the woods? Can we see anything in the woods or anybody up top? Check. No, I don't see anything. Well, would you roll? First <laughs> off, <laughs> that's a natural one plus three. <laughs> All right, so a total of four. Then, four. Right? Yes. All right. No matter, even if it's a natural one, still tell me what the total number is because you never know when something might happen. Would I be a look as well? Uh, yeah, so coming acro across the scene, if everyone would like to roll a perception check, go ahead, because not only one of you are going to see this, everyone's going to be looking. So once you stop, well, what's the matter? What's going on? You guys all roll. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Natural 20. Natural 20, Kelsey. Yay. 21. 21, nice. So what's your natural 20 make you then? Like I said, total. Oh, yeah. There are no natural fails and natural successes. 23 total? Yeah. All right. Uh, as you're looking, you actually do see uh, several black feathered arrows sticking out of them. Uh, like I said, the wood's pressing close, and if you do look a little bit closer, you see that there are some saddlebags uh, on the horses still that might have like a, a shining little emblem on them, but you're not too close to see what they are. Hey guys, there's saddlebags there. They have something, some kind of emblem on them. You see this as well, Eric. Okay. Hmm. What do you guys think? Should we go look at it? I think it's in the probably. path anyway. We have to go I would say. It. We send. We we all get off, and check one side or the other before we go through. Yeah. Yeah. We we'll should go up the embankments and sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cart section that way. You guys have an idea. And then if you guys want to, let me know where I, you guys are moving. Please move. I say we can. stealth around up the slope. Should we leave the cart? I don't think we should leave the cart. That's a bad idea. I can stay leave, behind and guard the cart. Leave them behind or else kind of stuff up. I mean, how about I'm. I mean, yeah, sure. I, um, that sounds great. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's your guys' choice. What would you guys like to do? You see two dead horses in front of you. Maybe we should go two, two, groups of two. Split split the party? Immediately. We can, Immediately we can, split the party? We can see each other here. It's not, it's far, but it's not too, too far. And I don't think we should leave only one person at the car. They could be overwhelmed quite easily. That's... Sure. Sounds great. <laughs> so we draw on straws. Who goes? Who doesn't? Hey, Vistra, you're stealthy. Why don't you go sneaking through the woods? And uh, I mean, if you think that's a good <laughs> idea, I'd... Oh, sure. God. You're going to go sneaking? Both go. I, mean, I, I, I say... <laughs> what do you guys? I say Vistra and I go stealth up on the cliff 
We'll let you humans stay here and protect the luggage. All right. So, so I'm going to me? Um, okay. Sure. All right. We're going <laughs> to stealth over there. Yeah, stealth over there. All right. Roll me stealth checks then, please. This is Ervin, uh, the wizard, Ervin, and then Vistra, the cleric. With disadvantage. What'd you roll? With 18. 18 total? Yeah. You say with disadvantage? With I, well, yeah, with disadvantage. Vistra gets disadvantage because he has chainmail on, I do believe. I have disadvantage with stealth. So, and I have a minus one. Even with disadvantage, you got a what total? Night or 18. 18 total. And what'd you get, Ervin? 18. <laughs> I got four. <laughs> so, the clunky dwarf leading the way into the woods. We do have Ervin and Vistra slowly. Which way are you guys going? North or south of this embankment? North. So, the north embankment. All right. So, yeah. you guys go up a little closer. Uh, Go ahead and move your characters. How far you guys are actually moving? You guys are staying back, correct, Lachlan and Kelsey? Yes. Correct. Okay. All the, all the way? All the way up? Yeah. All the way up. Alrighty. As soon as you it's approach like up to the embankment there, are you guys looking down at the horses? or, or uh, Yeah, seeing if we can see anything on the horses now. Looking down and looking across. Alright, roll me a perception check this time. Now that you moved a little bit closer. Both of you. 20. 20, 20, all right. Uh, 16. 16, right, I 16. think. Hold up. Yeah. Uh, as you look a little bit closer, you do see that the... Uh, where is it at? Um, you do see the saddlebags actually are fully looted. It does have the emblem of Silidar Hallwinter's crest on there as well, as you noticed it as he was leaving through the gates, and these horses do resemble the exact two that Gundren and Sildar were both riding. And as you notice this, you hear the twang of short bows right beside you. I need everyone to roll me initiatives, please. Woo! Let's go! Here we go. Hell yeah! Oh, that's pretty good. No? <laughs> nice! Minus one. <laughs> I got a minus one, too. So I have a plus two for initiative. I have plus three. Oh, yeah. Dude. I, I got a good feeling. Are these fucking... Oh, they're goblins. Oh, my God. Not again. Fucking hate goblins. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Great. Awesome. I got to look at my shit. That's I got to know what I can do. I know what you can do. Kill him. I mean, yeah, there's always that option. I got two spell slots. Okay. My sheets up. Look at my stuff as well. Alrighty, so let's see. Who do we have first? We have. So, Vistra, what did you get? Uh, 16. 16 total? Alright. Anyone else get a 16? Alright, next up is then Kelsey, what did you get? 19. 19. Nice. nice. <laughs> We have Lachlan, what do you get? Two. Two. Oh. oh, come on, it's perfect. Again? Maybe for you. And then we have Ervin, what'd you get? 15. Nice, very nice. Oh yeah. All right, so, as you guys are looking down at these saddlebags, you hear the twang of short bows and you see Four goblins jump out of the brush. One actually directly behind you guys. One a little bit 20 feet away from you on your right-hand side of Vistra's character. And then you guys are up by yourself. What's up? 
two across them? And then two across on the other embankment as well. So the ones across actually, uh, let me move the map a little bit more so you can get a better view of them. So they're probably about a good 50, 60 feet away from you guys as well. And you see two of them. So the farther ones from you guys, not on the opposite embankment, but we have one on the opposite embankment and one in front of uh, Aragon and Vistra that have a short boat, and then the other two have a, a sort of a short scimitar as well. Uh, so first up actually into this combat, Kelsey, you are the first up. As you notice what is going on, um, actually these guys get the surprise round on all of you guys. And if you don't remember what that is or have a clear understanding of that as well for the new listeners, once you're surprised, you either missed your turn and you go down to who was actually doing the surprising of that. So when it comes up to Kelsey first in initiative in round one, you don't get to do anything, but now you are aware that something is happening. Next up comes up to Vistra. Vistra, you are now aware, but you're still not able to do anything just yet. Aravind, you are aware now, but now they do not also have advantage on attacking you because you are aware in that scenario of being surprised. But now after Aravind, it is the Goblin's turn. So first up, the Goblin on the top above you, Aravind, is, uh, yeah, the one Goblin to your far right, Aravind, is actually going to shoot a short bow off at you. And the short bow, yeah, it can reach you, alright, it's an 80 foot range. Oh, it's going to be a natural one, actually. <laughs> that's, a, that's a miss. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good miss for the first roll of the, of the enemies. Uh, the Goblin above you, Vistra, is actually going to move down into range and actually come up to attack you. I have to go on my side, don't I? So he's going to bump down one square and come swinging at you with his uh, scimitar as well. Uh, that's going to be a total of 10 to hit. Miss. Miss is awesome. Uh, the one across the way from you actually is well. Uh, Aravind is going to shoot his other short bow at you. No, actually, it's actually did, did gonna, you, did you shoot the wrong character? I did. I did actually do that. We swapped around, but we'll correct a feature on right here. <laughs> uh, Vistra is the cleric. I keep forgetting that right now. So the short bow is going to come towards you now. Bring it. It's going to be a 16 to hit. Miss. Misses. Awesome. As it goes thringing off of your shield. And then the one down on the far side of the embankment is actually going to sprint down the embankment and slide. And he's going to make his way towards the other group with a dash action, sprinting as fast as he can. You see a short little goblin with a small half scimitar with a loincloth running straight at you, Lachlan, and Kelsey, just screaming. (laughs) Any of you guys speak goblin? I wish I did. (laughs) Anybody speak goblin? I do not. No, let's know with Lachlan, know with Kelsey, know with Vistra. Nope. How about you, Airman? Nope. If I did, I'd call them tiny dicks. <laughs> you can still call you, them that as they're running towards you. You never know. One might just as you, pop as out. You're, and as you're true. running, you hear you it flopping, though. You're like, tiny? Maybe not. <laughs> you hear him flop. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's got another weapon under there. Uh, so, anyways, moving on after... It's a snake! <laughs> after the goblins, Lachlan, it is now your turn as you see one goblin starting to charge you and Kelsey. What would you like to do? I want to take my great axe off my back and run right at him. Oh, awesome, go for it. Free action to draw out your great axe. And then you got to move about 15 feet to get in front of him, but you can reach him perfectly fine. All right, Shut I'm up. swinging. Go for it. Roll that d20 and add your modifiers to it. 
What did you get? <laughs> Ten. Ten total? Oh. What, it wasn't no natural one, was it? No, I okay, rolled a five. Just making sure. Now, if there is a natural one, please acknowledge it, even if like it's an attack or whatever like that. Yes, I might reiterate and say, please tell me the total, if it's on a skill check, but on a total uh, attack, then that's an automatic miss and fail. All right, so a total of nine is gonna whip. You go swinging as this goblin kind of slinks right underneath your top. Any other bonus actions or any other movement? You only moved 15 feet, and you do have 15 more feet, I believe, of movement if you would like to move. Oh, no, we'll stay right up on him. All right, being right in front of him. I love it. All right, then back to the top of the round. Now, with the start of the second round, Kelsey, you do have an opportunity to do something. What would you like to do? I'd like to kind of move off to the side so I could try to get a clear shot on the goblin with my longbow. Okay, go for it. If you want to move off either left or right, if you want to move 10 feet, 20 feet, how far are you thinking? Oh, that would, uh, 10 feet? 10 feet to the right? Yeah. Moving a little bit so to the south of the map, moving 10 feet and yeah. getting an angle on the goblin. Go for it. Go yeah. for an attack. And you're using your longbow, correct? Yes. Alrighty. And that's just the number on the... D20 plus your modifiers for your attack. So if you look on your sheet next to these, I have listeners, I had also pre-printed all of these character sheets from the start of campaign as well. So all the players here have a physical copy in front of them. If I try to uh, tell them exactly what they're looking at, if you have one as well, you can follow along. So if you look in the middle section of that area, it should say your equipment. Right next to your longbow, it should say the middle number. What's that middle number? Uh, it's plus seven. All right, so add that to your D20 roll. What did you get? 26. 26 Whoa! hits. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a massive longbow. She definitely practiced the, the archery aspect of the fighting. So 26, that, that's a hit. Roll some damage over there. What does the D8 look like again? Like this. Okay. okay it's your diamond. Yeah. yeah. I do believe I messed up the uh, surprise round, but we'll fix that going on forward. I definitely messed up the surprise. Eleven. No one should have. No one else should have been able to do anything except for the goblin. Anyways, yes, eleven. Eleven. Yeah. All right. He missed anyways. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I basically did For future use, I didn't. I did screw up in this whole uh, explaining things properly. So the you hit the or you hit the goblin for how much again? Eleven. You fucked him up. <laughs> so dead center, as you go whiffing down, he kind of dunks underneath you, looks up at you, uh, Lachlan, and kind of snarls. And as soon as he does that, you see his mouth being filled with a fucking arrow. Take this bitch! Falls back five feet, and you see underneath his loincloth now, he had another weapon. <laughs> Goddamn anacondas. <laughs> this guy Piranacanda. is now dead. And I'll just leave a Ooh, X mark on okay, him sweet. right there, so then that way you guys can identify nice. when he's dead. Alright, after that nice attack, shot, then we do have next up... Whoa, shit! Nice shot! Thank you! Uh, we do have next, uh, or any other movements or bonus actions that you would like to do um, there, Kelsey? I'm gonna just move up to stand next to Lachlan? Lachlan. Lachlan? Yes. And you guys do know each other, so whether or not you can remember each other's names or not, I do have each one of their names kind of written on a small index card and hanging on my DM screen, so then that way they can visually see their names. Now, pronunciation-wise, they're not how they're supposed to be said, but on my side, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so after standing next to uh, uh, Lachlan as well, then we have Vistra. It is now your turn. What would you like to do? Alright, I'm going to take my Warhammer and smash it into the face of the one that's standing right across from uh, Ervin. Alrighty, go for it. Swing up that Warhammer. 
He said my name right this time. Now, are you doing it with two hands or, or one hand? One hand, because I got my shield. Okay, yep, sweet. Go for it. Uh, it's a 14. 14. Just misses. Oh. As he goes swinging, he kind of like slinks back a little bit. And you do have this powerful force <laughs> that Ervin actually has to also dodge out of the way as you kind of do a roundhouse with it as well. Oh. Uh, almost whiffing him, but <laughs> missing excitingly. All right, and then uh. bonus action. Okay. Um, I believe it's a bonus action. I have to look real quick. Uh, Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith. Yeah, it is a bonus action. It is? Yeah. I believe it's a bonus action. If it is, I would like... It's not in there. It's a cleric one. I need to get the cleric card so I have them. Oh. Um, I would like to cast Shield of Faith on Ervin. Show up at all for me. Oh, wait. I have this clear all that real quick. Shield of Faith on Ervin? Yeah, I think it gives him plus two to AC. I do believe. I'm Thank you, man. Yep. Shield of Faith. It's a bonus action, yes, so you're right. And uh, it's concentration, so we have to remember that on you that you are concentrating. Anytime you get attacked, you will have to roll a concentration check, which is, I do believe, your wisdom, and you have to Con- be... Uh, constitution. Oh, it's Constitution. Sorry, yeah. my mistake. Yes, you're right. It's Constitution, and then you have to make above a certain number, 10, or if it's above a 10 on the half the damage that is done to you, so say maybe they do 22 points of damage, uh, 11 would would what you would have to roll above to keep the concentration on it. So, gotcha. going forward, just remembering that you have concentration, and you do have Shield of Faith on you now, uh, Aragorn, which is a... Plus two to your AC for the duration of 10 minutes. What's okay. your AC now? 14. 14, awesome. Nice. It's a lot better. Nice. <laughs> it's a lot better than 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even better. All right, uh, so then any other movements, any positions that you would like to do? Because um, you are currently standing side by side with could I and you are facing this goblin. Yeah, could I uh, flank Yes. This one yes, right here in front of that goblin. And flanking, for anyone listening, is where they are directly... Behind the enemy, as a friend is in front of the enemy, and then that gives them advantage on their attack rolls. Now that is an optional feature that some DMs allow, some DMs don't allow. So just as a heads up, ask your DM if that is what is allowed in your campaigns. So any other movements or actions off your side? Then you did bonus action, you did full action, and you did partial movement. So yep, that's that's my turn. Alrighty then, we will move it on over to. Air- Airbin, or after Vistra is Airbin, sorry. Yep, Airbin, so I like to like use a uh, ray of frost in Who front of the goblin in front of me. Is that a cantrip? It's a cantrip, but is it is, uh, is it a range attack? Oh, uh, no, I meant shocking grass, sorry. Okay, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> like shocking gra- like ray yeah, if, yeah, it's it. If you're in melee and you feet. do a ranged attack, then That's you get disadvantage. I know. So, I was, okay, I'm just reiterating that for the, the audience out here listening. So, yes, you want to do shocking grasp instead? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's a, a touch cool. attack. Go ahead and read out what that spell does, actually, will you, please? Lightning springs from your hand to deliver a shock to a creature you control or you try to touch. Make a melee spell attack against the target. You have advantage on the attack roll. If the target is wearing any armor made of metal, on a hit, target takes 1d lightning damage, and it cannot take reactions until the start of his next turn. Awesome. Go for it. Roll for that attack. And it's not wearing any uh, metal armor, per se. It's wearing one cloths. I'm still got advantage because I'm... Uh, actually, it is you only get advantage on melee attacks, but this is a melee attack spell attack. So yeah, I'll give you advantage on it. Go for it. I'm not sure if that's how it's supposed to go, but that's how we're gonna play it. I got a 21. 
for Ooh. 22. 22 hits. Nice. nice. Some nice. And my other roll was a one, so thank God. <laughs> You're some damage. One. There is that one. Hey, but it can't take reactions now. That's yes, for sure. That one is stalled out as you see Erevin reach out and just grab the sidearm of this little goblin as it tries to flee away. And then a bolt of lightning just jolts from your hand and you can just see it kind of illuminate the exoskeleton of this fucking dirt Ooh. off of this goblin. Is it a bolt though? <laughs> or is it just like a little like, you know when you rub uh, your hands on something? Oh, more, it's like a little uh, static effect. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's more of a, He's more like, like a rubbing shark. his cotton and gloves together. <laughs> awesome. I love that one even better. Honestly. Especially with that one damage. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll just play it off of that. <laughs> Any other movements or bonus actions over there, Ervin? Uh, I like the bonus action, uh, short sword. Hit with my short sword, if I can. Uh, you can not. You can only do a bonus action with a weapon attack if you had done the first attack with a melee attack, melee weapon attack. Okay. So you cannot do that for the second. But if you have a bonus action cantrip, you could do that. Or if you want to move, you can do that as well. Now I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay, cool. Uh, after Aaron, then is now the goblin's turn. So the one. We'll do the one right between both of you guys. He will pull the disengage bonus action. And he will rotate all the way around you on Erevin. And he'll attack you with his scimitar. So doing the disengage allows this goblin to leave range of attack, which would be from Vistra, and not get an opportunity attack done to this goblin because he used the disengage as a bonus. Some creatures can do this, and some classes can even do this. So let's go for this scimitar swing, which is going to be a natural one. Shit. All right, let's see how <laughs> devastating this one is. So in my campaigns, I do, on any natural ones for an attack roll, I do roll a d20 again, and to see if it's anything of a 10 or above, then it's fine. If it's a 9 or below, I do like to add some comical flair to the, the theatrical miss. So let's see what the... It's an 8. So as he goes running around the side and he Let's goes to go. swing, he actually does fall off this embankment, which he is standing right on, Ooh. and he falls down 10 feet onto his ass. And falling 10 feet does give him damage. It gives him two damage as he falls. Good job, man. <laughs> and he I just gonna, farted. Uh, I made him miss. He's not going to be able to stand up because he can only... To stand up from being prone... You have to use half of your movement, and he's already used more than... He's used a portion already of it. So actually, I think he moved, what, 5, 10, then he fell. So yeah, he, he can have another 15 feet of movement. He's going to use 15 feet of movement just to stand up from being prone. He's going to look around, and he's going to start moving towards the enemies on the pathway, which is Kelsey and Lachlan. So he's going to ditch those guys from the top and just start running towards the other two heroes. So he's already did 15, uh, so he only got five feet of movement. The other two goblins, though, that have not done anything, they're going to shoot both their short bows at the more squishy of the two characters here. And that, of course, is Erevin, who is a wizard. So he does not have any heavy armor on him at all. So they're both going to aim towards him and shoot short bows at him. So the first attack from the North Goblin in the bushes with these two adventurers is going to hit. Oh, that's going to be a natural one as well. Holy shit. Oh my I am going natural ones left and right here. 
That's for listeners, for that us. is rare for me because I usually fuck these people up. All right, so next attack with this bow is a seven. So he goes shooting it, and it actually kind of flies off to the side, and you see it thwart right into one of these bushes. And let me see. It's right next to the oxen. The oxen don't get scared by it. They kind of, like, look up from grazing and go right back to grazing some of the grass <laughs> on the ground. All right, and then the south goblin across the embankment is actually going to shoot, well, across from the road on the other embankment, I should say, is going to shoot again at Erevin, and that's going to be a 17 to hit. The 17 hit? Yeah. Erevin? All right. Yeah, you have a 14, right? From the bump. Yes. Right. So he's going to shoot you with his short bow. And his short bow does... Six points of damage to you. As you get hit in the back and you feel the thump, like the pressure of this just hitting in towards your spine. Six points of damage. You should probably get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> sure. Alrighty. After that goblin shot, they're both going to stay in their positions, kind of farther away from all of you guys. Uh, the one goblin is running towards the two adventurers on the pathway, which are Kelsey and Lachlan. And then now it's going to go to Lachlan's turn as well. Mm. Lachlan, what would you like to do? I'm going to charge at the goblin that fell. All right, go for it. And I'm just going to swing my great axe at him. Try and cleave his noggin off. You got right, this. As you go running up 10, 15 feet, you go to swing. 25 feet, sorry. 19. 19 hits. Roll some damage. Hell Let's yeah. go. What are you... Eight. How do you want to kill this goblin? Let's go. As you go running up to him charging. Just my, my my great axe just right between his jaw and his collarbone. Take his dome clean off. Nice. And it goes flying up. You guys actually see up on the embankment, uh, Ervin and Vister, you see a head start tumbling your way towards your feet. What the hell was that? That <laughs> goblin is now dead. Nice. Right, so go. now we only have the hell two goblins yeah. on the embankment, on each opposite embankment with the arrows, or with the short bow shooting arrows. And then now, uh, any other movements or bonus actions you'd like to do there, Lachlan? You only move 25 feet, so you do have another five feet of movement, and it is a 10-foot embankment up above you, so you can't really do much to climb up it. It would be double movement to climb up it, so that would be, instead of it being 10 feet of movement, it'd be 20 feet, so you're not eligible to do that just yet. I want to move my last five feet towards the south embankment. South embankment? All right, cool. So you're actually getting dead center of this uh, full pathway. Awesome. I love it. Not next to the horses, but at least... 20 feet away from the horses. All right, with that movement now, next start of the next round, Kelsey, you are up. What would you like to do? How far away is the goblin on the south? Um, on the south embankment? Yeah, on the south embankment. How far away is it from where I am? Let's see, we have... I don't think it shows up there. So you're looking about 55 feet from you. Um, how about... 30 feet. Uh, can I get up to where Lachlan, Lachlan, Lachlan is? Yeah, you sure can. Okay, and then I'm a trip on the right side. On the right hand side, yeah. south side of the hole. Yeah, and then I'm a try. Can I, can, can I see the other goblin, I guess? Yeah, you can see okay. him. They're not, they're okay. not hiding currently. Okay, I'm going to try to use my longbow again then. Go for it. Your longbow actually had a reach of 150 feet, I believe. It does, but so I'd rather could be have closer. Shot there. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, no. No, I'd just rather be up there. Perfect, let's go. Closer the better. <laughs> oh, fine. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
What'd you get? 12. 12 total. That's going to miss as you shoot your arrow. Whoop, hit right into the bushes next to you. You hear him. Bitch. No damage done yet. Okay. Any bonus actions or any other movement? Um, you only moved, I believe, 20 feet, 25 feet. I'll probably move a bit closer. Okay. If you do move closer, he is up at an angle, so uh, you will lose line of sight of him, in a sense. So if you stay farther back, like currently where you're at, you can see him without losing any sight. No, I'll stay where I am. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, after Kelsey's turn, it's going to go to Vistra. You're up. All right, I'm going to rush straight at the one that is still on the um, this side. Of Which the... side is it this side? North uh, side. North side embankment? Yep. Okay, you're going to go to the guy shooting the arrows over here at Erdman. Yeah. On the right to him. the dwarf goes running about 15 feet. And then I'm going to just uh, try to smack it with my warhammer. Go for it as you run up to this goblin with his short bow. Uh, 13 plus 4, that's 17. 17, 17 hits, throw some damage. Yeah. Let's as go. you bring up your warhammer, that's 3 plus 4, 7. 7 yeah. points of damage, nice. As you bring this warhammer up, you bring it in an under arc, underhand arc motion whew, and lift this goblin about 10 feet off the ground with its small weight. I mean, you're small as well. You're not too tall compared to this goblin. But this guy just goes flying like starfish <laughs> to the sky, and he is dead. Can we say oh. that when I did it, I went like right in between his legs and just boom. Oh, yeah, and he does like right the, the, the whole comical like squeeze the thighs together. Oh, eyes go cross-eyed. <laughs> Anime. His balls go up in his head. <laughs> Cough. Come out of yeah. his mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. As you down this goblin, you now see one more goblin to the south embankment. What would you like to do? Uh, that's, um... You only moved about 15 feet. All right. Can I try to... If I try to slide down uh, the encampment... The embankment? If I move, yeah. yeah, the embankment. That's what I meant. <laughs> Um, can I make it to the bottom with like a check or something? Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me an acrobatics check as you're running down there. <laughs> All right. With uh, your heavy armor. Yeah. What if I just try to jump down it? Could that just be like athletics? That would be athletics. I would say. Yeah, I just want to jump down it then. <laughs> now, landing it or jumping is normal, but still landing properly, I'm going to need an acrobatics check. Dang it. Either way. Either okay, way. I'll just slide then. Okay. <laughs> are you going belly first or are you going on your like side? Like on my... You're trying to look cool while doing yeah. it? Yeah. All right, do it. Go for it. This is going to be terrible. Gonna He's going to slide down on his shield. Oh, 14. 14. You succeed. As you make your way down the embankment, you move... And that costs no movement as you're just sliding straight down. So you only move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30 total feet of movement as you make it all the way to that. Oh, that's total? Total, I yes. wouldn't have been able to do that then. That's after you slid down. Okay. So, like, you didn't move the, the other 10 feet. Gotcha. You cool. a total of 25 feet. But and that's my movement. Awesome. Can I still see the goblin on the other side? Just barely, yes. Okay, cool. Because um, you are short. <laughs> any Solid any four, other five, bonus actions? Four, then? Six. Oh, no. Uh, no, that'll be it. All right, Vistra is done. Now it goes over to Ervin. What would you like to do? As I'm going to turn Ervin around and uh, cast Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. All right, roll. And what's the distance on that? 60 feet. 60 feet. I do believe you can reach him, but let me double check because you are here. Yep, it's about 40 feet distance on him, so you got it. Go for it. You can still see him. Sweet. As you hold out your hands to shoot this beam of frost. 17. 17 hits. Roll some damage. 
Six. Six damage. Nice. As you go shooting this beam of frost out, it was what, a, D, a D8 of damage, right? Yep. D8 of damage. Or it was a D8, but you only got six. Nice. As you shoot this beam of frost out, you see your hands kind of like almost go together, sort of like a Mortal Kombat style, or almost like a Dragon Ball Z kind of <laughs> shot. And it shoots this solid beam, and it goes like a sub-zero, essentially, beam of frost across the way and, and smacks him dead center of his chest. And you see like icicles start to like coalesce around his chest into his shoulders and arms, and then like kind of dissipate all at once. But you can see a scorching mark, essentially, right where it did some frostbite damage. Okay. Love it. Any other movements or bonus actions? Here. I'm uh, slide down in the embankment as well. Alrighty, roll me. Also, he has his speed has been reduced by ten. Okay, the uh, the goblins. Yes. Gotcha. Good nice. to note. I do believe that was a side effect of the ray of frost attack. So. Yep. So you're gonna slide down the embankment as well. I sure am. Are you trying to be cool as well. Nope. If nope. You fail, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna laugh. I'm just gonna slide down my feet. Roll me acrobatics check, please. If you're trying to be cool about it. I'm not trying to be cool, I just want to slide on my feet. Make sure I don't fall. Still acrobatic. Hands stable on the wall. Still acrobatic. <laughs> Seven. Seven. As you go sliding on, you stumble, but you land right onto the dead goblin that's right below you without a head. <laughs> Squishy. Right. No damage taken. Make your way down there, see if Any other farther movement? Oh you moved only five, five feet of total movement that you did, but you slid the 15 or slid the other 10. So I'm, I'm going to walk over here next to uh, Lachlan and hide behind him. <laughs> okay, awesome. You <laughs> <laughs> stay back here as, as precarious as you can. All right, after Erevin, no other bonus actions then? Nope. Goblin's turn on. His movement is reduced by 10 feet, correct? Yes. 10 feet. So he is actually looking around. This goblin is going to like wide-eyed look at all you guys and sprint as fast as he can off the wall or off the angle and he's actually gonna try doing the same thing he's actually not gonna slide he's jumping down this embankment so let me roll a dex uh, acrobatics check for him that's gonna be you see him stumble a bit and fall prone he takes his bonus action to run a little bit further but being closed off with the uh, 10 feet of lower movement, wait, he's gonna be able to make it right there. And you see him sort of darting to the northeast part of the map, which is north of you guys. So as you guys are coming down to the pathway, he's running to the north of the pathway now, instead trying to make some beeline to somewhere else. After that movement, since he can't do anything else, he used his bonus action to do a dash action. Uh, and then it is now gonna be, or no, he's used full action to do the dash. Sorry, he doesn't have a bonus action to do that. Um, after that, I do believe it's top of the round. Kelsey, you're up. As you see him start to flee. So is he still right there? Like, oh yeah. Well, oh, Lachlan, sorry, I missed you, Lachlan. Yeah, you're right. Can't you're believe even, you. <laughs> you're not even paying attention either. You're really <laughs> I was waiting for you to do Lachlan as well. I was sorry, I was sorry, to my ask bad. You to do something, and then yours went to me. I was like, oh, okay. This is I fine. saw the top of the round. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next up. Uh, we're just gonna... He's waiting for him to die. Yeah. <laughs> sprint as close as I can to him. So I don't think I can get all the way to him. You can't make it to who now? You're trying, uh, to, you're trying to make it to the goblin? Yeah, I'm okay. gonna charge at the goblin. 20, get as close 20, as I can. 30. That's 30. Now if you use your action, 
you can dash, which doubles your movement. So instead of 30, it'd now be 60. But you cannot attack after that, then. That's all right. I, uh... I'll throw a javelin at him. There we go. Ooh, I nice. You do have a couple javelin in your backpack as you go. You start running. You put one away, pull one out, whoo, chuck it as you're running. And I believe it's a 30-foot range, so you're in perfect range. 30-foot. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Nice. That'll hit. Whoa, Roll whoa. some damage. Well, hold on. Go ahead. How would you like to finish this guy off? Oh, nice. As he is running, I just want this javelin just to come down and, like, go through his back, out his chest, and, like, prop him up, you know? <laughs> awesome. <Nice. Yeah. laughs> oh, that's sick. <laughs> and you see him sort of, like, clawing in the air towards the north side, trying to, like, keep moving for a couple seconds before his body just goes limp north. and slowly slides down that javelin pole. That I'd like is... to know that Erevin is in awe of what he just saw. <laughs> <laughs> and that is no more combat adventurers. Kelsey, Kelsey's gonna look back at the, you know, at the cart, make sure nothing's around it. Oh, glancing back at the cart, you just look over and the oxen are both just... Okay, yeah, because we left it unprotected, despite, you know, two of us staying to protect uh, it. So. <laughs> it's Search the dead horses and goblins, guys? Yeah, I'll help you out with yeah, that. Yeah, before I do that, though, I do want to go get my javelin. Pull back your javelin as well. I'm gonna collect my arrows from the one I my arrow from the one I shot. Okay. Uh, you only shot one arrow, right? Uh, I shot two, but the other one's like on the embankment. Well, during in some ruling, uh, some DMs will allow you to collect all arrows. In the rulebook ruling, you can only collect half of the arrows that you shot. So if you shot two, you can only collect one. Then, so instead of having, if you had twenty, now you shot two of them. Now you only have nineteen because you collected the one. And that's just in regards to the arrow shafts possibly breaking along the way, but it can be flavored however your DM wants to do it. For now, we're gonna stick as close as we can to the book, yeah, which is fine. perfect. And then it also encourages our players to add a little bit more flavor to what they're doing in towns or in shops and whatever it may be. So again, as you see, there's no enemies around you. All the goblins are dead. What would you guys like to do? Um, Search the horses and goblins. Yeah, I'll help you out with that. Um, I'm going to head back to the cart. I'm going to go with Kelsey. Got care they've got that taken care of. So. Awesome. So we have split up again as Vistra and Erevin <laughs> walk into these two dead horses as you look. And some crows are still there as they're oh. just chowing down on these dead bodies. You guys want to bring the cart up uh, here? Absolutely. Sure. So you said you're looking at the or trying to look through the saddlebags or whatever. Or what are you guys trying to do specifically? Tell me. Uh, searching the goblins for any parchments or anything that would give them reason to be here. Okay. And if there's anything left on the horses and the saddlebags. All right. Ruffling through some of the goblins, you actually do find four rusted scimitars that are amongst all the goblins. You find four short bows, and then you find 52 black feathered arrows. So those can be distributed amongst whoever you guys want to have it. Um, Usually, as a DM, I do encourage that everyone shares the loot in the sense, but some people obviously aren't made to have certain kind of loot, but it also depends on how your table is going to play it. So. Does anyone else have a bow? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need arrows. Uh, arrows I'll, are all yours. I'll, all yours. I'll, I'll take all the arrows. I'll grab a bow and a 20, 20 arrows. Okay. okay. And are you proficient with short bows? I am, because I know okay. this. How many, how many okay. bows or arrows were there again? Uh, there 52. were 52 black feathered arrows. Okay. So specifically 20. black feathered okay. compared to like a normal gray or whatever. 
How much is left? 32. Okay. Do we need the other stuff? Like, do we need these scimitars? I don't think we need nah. the scimitars. And then also looking them. through the horses, uh, Ervin, you're specifically looking at the horses, or are you helping? I'm Mr. helping. I would like to, yeah, everything? like doing right, we'll the help say, action as, or whatever. As he's looking, as he's looking through the goblins, you're looking at the horses over here. We'll say, Mister, and you do see that they are uh, the saddlebags have been looted completely. Uh, they lie on the ground, completely emptied of their leather. Ma- There's also an empty leather map case. Uh, and then you see the emblem of Sildar Hallwinter's crest on the edge of the saddlebag. So you do know that this would belong to him. Um, uh, Gundren's horse, you do recognize, since he is your cousin. Uh, yeah. That he is actually, uh, his horse is there split in half right in front of you. Uh, roll me a medicine check, actually. Medicine? Yes. Cool. Can I meander out towards the northeast and just look around to see if I s- yeah, can spot what the goblin the was trying to run? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll, roll me a perception check. Oh, go ahead. The goblin was oddly insisted on going north when it could have turned around and gone the opposite way, not towards us. So that's kind of So what did you roll for ten. Tate? You got a 10 on your medicine check. Uh, so looking at the horses, you can tell that they've been dead for about half a day almost. Half a These things have been... Yeah. And they're with the crows eating them, being completely content with what's all going on around them. So, like, a few of them flutter away. You have one brave fucking crow. Pecking away. Shoot it away. Still. 16 well, on my perception check. Perception on that. Perception? Awesome. As you glance towards the top, uh, kind of looking in that same direction that you're trying to find, you actually do see that in the thickets is a small trail headed northwest of the location. So instead of him running northeast, he was trying to get up the embankment around you guys. But as you're searching around that area, you do see a trail kind of leading northwest of your guys' current location. Hey guys, I found a trail that I think this goblin is heading towards. I wouldn't be surprised as oddly insisting going towards the north. You think we should follow or should we just follow the normal trail and get to where we need to go? That's true. And as well as looking from your perception and actually... Uh, acknowledging it to everybody, you guys notice well enough that there are like a dozen goblin small footprints, and then you see uh, what look like bodies and footprints of two human-sized characters being dragged. It looks like you see scuff marks across the floor, and then you see the mouths stamping their feet or whatever sometimes. And you see one like looks like a solid, like could have been a sack of something being dragged, but it's also the same sort of dimensions as if uh, going off this path was going to be laying up, going off or going in through that that he had just found. We might want to take this path. Yeah. How far away are we from our destination? Yeah. Uh, you're about 20 miles away from your destination, so about another half day's ride. Because if we go, what do we do with the cart? We can't no. just... We, we, just we would have to hide the cart. That's an option. What was that take? If Vistra? You said that there was about a dozen... Goblin footprints. It looks like there's been a dozen footprints along this path. Now, if you want to, roll me a survival check to see how recent they have been. Alright. Twelve. Twelve? Uh, from that check, it seems like it's been just a consistently used pathway. That it's not necessarily all at once. But, like, some of the impressions look lower. Some of them look a little bit more sturdier and more recent. Some of them look like they've been in there for couple days that from the previous rains that might have come through that they've been pressed out and traveled well enough that this is just a consistent pathway 
I say we stash the cart and follow the path. Yeah. I mean, if these goblins are abducting people, then uh, yeah, we, we, we don't have with. to help I really, them. Yeah, it's my cousin. It, we gotta it find is him. your cousin, yeah. Awesome. I mean, I don't, I, I feel all we can scout it out and see if it's a viable option. If not, we'll continue on the path. I mean, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down for whatever. Yeah. We, we can go check it out, and if it looks sketchy, we can always dip out. Uh, I do want to say I want to grab that map case. Okay. Sure. And I want to take. I have a I have a dagger. I'd like to take my dagger and try to cut out the emblem okay. of, on the sure. saddlebag. Oh, saddle saddlebag. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. And and you look at it. It's it's a sort of like a, a, a blue shield that has a crest of a lion on it. It's like a side profile of a lion. All right. So where are we gonna stash this thing? I mean, there's. Can can I look around to see if there's anywhere that would seem viable? Uh, looking to around try to stash area, it? you guys see that there is pretty good accommodating bush uh, setups all around that would leave them with enough food or feed or whatever to, to store them away and hide them out of sight from the main pathway. Uh, actually, a little bit farther into the bush that you guys are actually walking towards there is a small little opening that you could tie the oxen off to or even just let them roam around. Uh, you're not too sure if they might stay or not if you don't tie them off, so depending on what you guys want to do. We should tie them off. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Tie, them off. tie them off. Does anyone have any rope? I do. I think we all should. Uh, yeah. I think so. No, I don't think I do. I got I 50 foot of rope. I don't think I do. I do not. Sure, if you'd like I to, you can also don't Oh, wait, yes, I do. Rope. Never mind. I have rope as well. Yeah. So I'll go ahead so, and yeah. mark that off and that you're using it or whatnot, so then that way we can kind of keep sense of that. I'll use mine. And then we will say that the oxen is tied off to the side. I'm not going to make you roll for that. That's just a simple... Um, I would like to, like... I would like to use a healer's kit. On yourself? Yes, please. Uh, Do you want to take a short rest? So here, here's here's what we're going to do. So for usually throughout our campaigns, if we don't have healers, I allow a healer's kit plus to be used, which in a scenario such as this would be 1d4 plus 1. But the healer's kits in this campaign that we're playing right now are only natural healer's kits, so they only stabilize an unconscious character. Okay. So you cannot so gain we'll any help So we'll need to take a short rest. This. Yeah, you need... I mean, you're looking pretty fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> As your eyes twitching and you're like bleeding and huffing. You don't I would, look too I would go good. around you to good? the back of them and, st- and pull that arrow out that got jabbed in. Just oh my god. <laughs> you kind of instinctively like get jabbed in the el- with an elbow by uh, Evan over there. Stop it. Evan. <laughs> so, using a short rest, you are we are going to acknowledge it as an hour long downtime. Uh, so that gives you other players to do whatever you want to in that one hour if it's not actually using it for healing. So during downtime, you can heal using your hit die, and every class has a specific hit die for their class. That's also how you level up your character as well when you reach that certain uh, criteria for leveling up. So for the hit die of a wizard, what is it, Erebin? I do believe it's like a d6. I think it's a d6 in the book. And then if you were to heal up, you roll yep, one D6. of your hit dies, or you roll your hit die, and then you add your... We, we say we add your con modifier to that rolled thing. And essentially, this is basically role-playing it as you're taking a break, you're taking a breather, patching yourself up, whatever you may be, just to feel more recuperation throughout the day. Now, typical downtime, I believe, is a short rest is one hour, and a long rest is eight hours. Some campaigns do 30 minutes. Some hardcore campaigns don't let you take a downtime and make, maybe only make it 10 minutes and still don't get no benefit from it. But 
depending on how you're playing, ask your DM for the advice. How bad was it? I got a one. Oh my god. So you got, do you have any constitution modifier? Uh, add your constitution modifier I, to, I, if you have one. Yeah. Alright, so you add your constitution modifier. That's how we play it. If your DM doesn't do it that way, ask them maybe something you want to do. Or if not, maybe we're wrong. Whatever. That makes it a little better. <laughs> so what did um, you get then on your short rest then? Three. You got three total, <laughs> yeah. plus two to the I mean, constitution modifier. You don't have much health. It's so. better than one. Sure. So in the same sense, for every level you are as a player character, not as a specific class, sometimes you can multi-class into different classes, but if your total class level is one, you only have one hit die. If you're two, you have two hit die. If you're three, you have three hit die. So you can use any allotted hit die throughout your short rest if you want to. You can only use one of them. You can use all three of them if you really want to if you're a level three. But at that same sense, during a long rest, you only gain half of your hit die back. If you use all three of them, then you only get one back after that short rest or after that long rest. If you have level four and you use all four of them, you only get two of them back after that long rest. So ask your DM how you want to do that. Most DMs don't do that. They usually say you get all your hit dice back at the end of the long rest. Not a big deal, but it does encourage the players to play either more tactical or be more free-willed and just go for it. Alright, so, after that short rest, um, you heal up a little bit. What's up? While we do the short rest, and while I'm, like, tying off the oxen, I kind of want to look at him and be like, stay here. Oh, the oxen? Okay. Yeah. But you're talking over here to Airvin. No, <laughs> sorry. I'm, like, looking at him. Yeah. What? You talking to me? Yeah. Uh, you know, just, like, petting him. The oxen? Be real, okay, yeah, awesome. be real nice, gentle to him. Be, just be like, stay here. We'll be back. Stay quiet. Roll me an animal handling, animal handling check for me. Yeah. Can I stop on the ass when he's done? Ooh. Uh, the oxen or him? <laughs> Eleven. Both. Eleven. You see the oxen gently like nuzzle into your hand and, and agree with the pressure. You kind of got a sense that, you know, cool. acknowledges it. I want to smack the oxen on the ass. I swear. Uh, let's see if I roll above a ten real quick. I got a seven. No. Okay, he just kicks you. <laughs> <laughs> no damage, but he just like nudges you. <clears throat> Get away from me. Cool. What are you doing? Goes, goes back to grazing and, and that calming got down. slapped for no reason. <laughs> I pet the ox and like, good job. <laughs> it was deserved. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So you guys are going to follow this trail then, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. What yeah. is the marching order of I this? I will first? go front. So I'll Lachlan's going to go, go, go first. I'll go right. Uh, actually, I'll go in the back. This is going to go last. I'll go third. I'll go second. I have okay. also... Everyone's going to be second, so we're going to movement-wise. We're going to have this facing towards Dave. We'll we have light if we need Lachlan, it. We have Ervin, then we have Kelsey, and then we have Vistra. All righty. So as you guys are traveling, uh, are you guys just going normal pace? Are you guys trying to uh, go slow and stealthy? What is uh, the... A steady pace until we notice something out of the blue. Yes. All right. So for the first person, is only going to be allowed to do this... this uh, perception check as you're walking around trying to be stealthy. If you guys are going slow, go ahead and roll me uh, a perception check, please. Yikes. <laughs> no. never like to hear that when you roll. Oh, God. That's not good. Total of five. Total of five. All right. Uh, we'll go with, as you're walking through, silently being there, we have about ten minutes as you're traveling down this little path. I need you to roll me a deck save, please. <laughs> oh, <Anybody>? God. <laughs> Your dex is real bad, eh? Maybe it? I should have went first. 15? 15. 15, awesome. 
As you go forward and you step in this certain little patch of area, you all of a sudden hear a twig just, and you like pull your leg out the last second, and you see this whip just go flying up into the sky. A snare has been triggered as you stepped into this small little location. Kind of rustled uh, leaves on the ground as you're walking around. You're like, oh shit. You almost got caught by that one. Y'all might want to watch your step around here. <laughs> can, I, can I search the surroundings in? Oh, yeah, I after do, I see that. As soon as I, as yeah, soon as I see that, I want to look around. around. Go for it. Roll, roll me a perception check. Everyone who's wanting to see what you're doing. Oh, God. I'm oh, terrible. Oh, man. Nine. Five. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Fucking five. <laughs> as you guys all have, you're like, holy shit, you look up, and you guys are staring at this like snare like, Man, these goblins are kind of crafty, you know, and just, just staring off at the snare. Nothing else. Just, okay, you guys know what you're looking for now. You're looking for snares. Continuing on your marching order, roll me another uh, perceptive check there. Johnny, since you're going first. <laughs> Mr. Lachlan. That's better. 17 total. Yeah. 17, nice. Nice. Another 10 more feet of walking, and you notice almost the same kind of scenario. You see a patch of, of dead... Uh, dead grass and some dead leaves being piled together in sticks, kind of idly positioned directly in the center of this pathway. You kind of walk up to it and poke it with a stick or poke it with your, your great axe and you see it just fall down underneath you. You see a 6 by 6 by 10 feet deep camouflaged pit just open up underneath you right now. And oh, luckily shit. you saw it. Oh god. <laughs> we all really need to watch our staff here. <laughs> Oh, God. Fuck yeah, dude. bad. And moving oh, a little bit further along the way, you actually, now following the Goblin Trail, you come across a clearing of a large cave in a hillside about five miles from the scene of the ambush. A shallow stream flows out of the cave mouth, which is kind of screened on the outside by dense briar thickets. On the opposite side, a narrow dry path leads into the cave on the right-hand side of the stream. And let me pull up this map for you all to visually see. Yay. Throw this here. Nice. So as you guys are walking through brush, you can kind of see nothing currently. <laughs> Dude, I really need to get. I really need to get the spell cards. You say there's cleric. a there's a stream. Yes, the stream is dead uh, to your right. Actually, as you guys are approaching this, you guys approach kind of uh, southwest of the map. And as you guys are walking up, you see the stream coming out of the cave mouth, which is to the north of this section. A slight stream coming out, a little opening off the right-hand side of that, but then there is a clear path into the cave as where all these little foot tracks and even the drag marks, as you can see on the ground here, kind of dragging towards the stream through it and onto the other side. If I were to go up to the stream and take a drink, would I be able to get some health back? You can certainly try. <laughs> okay. Go for it. As you walk up, what, while he's doing this, can I look around to see if I see anything? Yeah, roll perception check. I want to look around as well. As both of you guys roll perception checks. Airman, as you are taking a, a scoop out of this, you taste really nice fresh water. It tastes almost as if the stream is pure. It's not anything of any phallus taste. It's pretty decent. But no, no, no help. 22. <laughs> 22? What'd you 13. Get? Kelsey got a 13. Vistra got a 22. All right. Uh, as you, like I said, as I said before, uh, you guys actually see... The small section off to the right-hand side kind of opening up a little bit into what looks like another pathway that leads to the right-hand side behind some tickets. And then straight ahead of you, you see the entrance of this cave. And like I said, with all the drag marks and the clear indication of the footprints, you can see that they're directly into the cave that they're headed. 
Is there any light coming from the cave? No. It's completely dark. How deep does the stream look? Uh, it looks like about like shin high. Well, for you, being a dwarf, it's about knee high. <laughs> you gotta, gotta wait a little bit into it. You gonna push, push him into it? Yeah. <laughs> roll me, roll me dex, dex <laughs> check. Uh, roll me a dexterity <laughs> check. Dang it. Dave, roll me a dex save. Can it be strength? Because I'm, no, I'm pushing. No, it's how quick you can do it. Come on, Dave. 13? 13. 13. <laughs> Rolls these. Tie. Actually, with the tie, you go to push, and as you do, like he stands up and he's like forcefully able to hold himself up. What are you doing? <laughs> Watching out for you, man. <laughs> sure seems like it. All right. Maybe we shouldn't make a lot of noise in the cave. No. Or there's probably goblins. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So we're going to stealth our way in there? Um... And if we do, I would like to go first, since I have dark vision. Yeah. You're also kind of squishy. I have dark vision. Yeah, you should not go first. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the dwarf has dark vision. Uh, the Does elf has dark vision. Uh, the humans do not have dark vision. Oh, well, shit. I'll go second. <laughs> Actually, looking into it, like, you do see, like, following the trail, you come across a large cave in the hillside five miles from it. Uh, there are thickets all around you. Um, so what is the order, then? So who's going first? I'll go you first. Guys are traveling through it. All right. I will go s- second. I'll bring up the rear. Then I'll be third. All right. Well, please go ahead and move your characters where you wanted to go, because certain things might happen. So as you're moving through. Yeah, we're gonna just go. <laughs> just, just go in the line, I guess, is what we're doing. All right. As soon as yeah. you come around that side, you actually see within that little small outlet to the right-hand side of this thicket brush area, you see. A few you goblins. Keep saying, you keep saying right, and when I'm looking at it, I'm it's like... straight ahead of you. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so it's right like throwing me off. I'm like, wait. So I'm, I'm explaining from my perspective, listeners, of where I'm looking at the map, and to me, it's a little bit easier to see. I can hopefully relay it properly, but for all the players, they're looking at it from the the left side, the right side, or the north, or even that kind of north, north-left north side. So to them, it's a different angle. But for me, that's how it is. Uh, I had the right idea. That's all that mattered. <laughs> yep. Hold on, let me open this up real quick. All right, so, so as you walk around the corner, or up to the corner, you actually see uh, on the east side of the stream flowing into the cave mouth is a small area in the briar thicket that has been hollowed out for a sort of lookout post or blinded area. Wooden planks flattened out on the briars and provide room for guards to lie hidden and watch the area, including a pair of goblins that are now lurking right in front of you. I need you all to roll me initiatives, please. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, that's I'm okay good. with that. I've rolled way better this time. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled pretty good. Uh, I'm actually Vistra, rolled what did you get, Vistra? Uh, 18. 18 for Vistra. Almost as high as I could possibly get. And then, Kelsey, what did you get? 16. All right. Nice. Ooh, we're going to have to do rollsies here. I, I also got a 16. for Lachlan and Kelsey. And this is how I like to declare, listeners, how I declare uh, who goes ahead of the 11. Oh. So, it also adds a little bit of fun to the game. So we'll have Lachlan go first. It's always fun rolling dice. 
Yeah. Yes. Who doesn't love to roll dice in D&D? But also another way to do it is some people might say who has a higher dexterity modifier or dexterity score itself. That would declare who goes first. Other times DMs just say you can decide yourself who would more preferably have to go first. There's different ways that you could go about this. Just ask your DM currently how you guys would like to do it. Uh, and then also, yeah, you could do rock, paper, scissors, shoot even if you want to do that. Uh, Dave, what did you get, uh, Ervin? I got a nine. <laughs> All <laughs> right. All right, so niner, that, niner. All right, so starting from this, you guys actually kind of walked up nonchalantly, not even hidden or anything like that, and just walked up across. Also, wearing plate mail, you can't really hide that well. Well, I actually proved this wrong last time. Yes, nothing really well. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't say it. Like in my head, I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna be stealthing up there," but I never said it. Yeah. So Unless you say, I'm not gonna assume yeah. it. So. No, it's totally fair. That's my bad. I should have said it. Awesome. All right. You know, so anyone else could have said as it too, you guys walk around this tree bush and you kind of glance, you actually see two goblins just laying there like nonchalantly, and all of a sudden you like look around. And as soon as you like acknowledge what's going on, they pop up, and they grab their weapons. First up, Vistra, what would you like to do as oh, you gain shit. the initiative? Um, so how far away are they? They're, like, what, is that 20? The nearest one's, like, 20 feet from me? Currently, it's about 15 feet away. Or, 15 yeah, about feet. 20 feet away, but you can't see him clearly. Just You can see the side of him just a little bit, but you, he's actually in the thicket, so you have to actually come around the come around the stream onto the right-hand side of the map, and you'll be able to actually make it into the thicket brush. All right, is there, can I see anything, like, around the stream, up the stream more? Or is that, like, a... Is that a cave? Yes, that is an actual full-on cave. And let me mark this okay. down a little bit more as you can see it. Yeah, do I uh, see anything in there? a little bit more. Just before I decide. Yes, you do see quite a bit, actually. So you actually see farther into the cave, which actually has a mouth off to the, about 10 feet into the cave. You see a, a stone steps leading off to the right-hand side of a, a small little alcove, it looks like. And then farther into the cave, you actually do see what seems to be uh, leads farther in. And for your feet of only 60 feet, you can't see that far in. Now, I do believe uh, it's only 60 feet, correct? Unless yes. It has 120. Okay, so 60 feet in, you can only see rough area, but it still looks like a stream coming down the center of this cave. Uh, black and white is all you can see through, but nonetheless, you do see an embankment off to the right-hand side. That kind of leads up into a little alcove, and then also slightly to the left, uh, about 50 feet ahead of you, also is a small little uh, alcove again, but that's not kind of visually there, so let me pop this up. Okay. Now, yeah. is it dark outside? Uh, actually, outside, it is dark. It's starting it to get dark. dark. It's uh, The sun is now setting, uh, so the light is getting dim as you're outside. Okay, so would they still be able to <laughs> at least see, kind of? Yes, they can kind of see. Okay. Just slightly. Damn it, Dave. Opening cans over here. Wasn't me, I swear. <laughs> um, okay, so what I'd like to do is I'd like to step into the stream. Okay. And then, can I see, can I now see, I should be able to now see yes, the other goblin, right? Yes, you can now see all the goblins. The one goblin was around the corner, which you couldn't see in your previous position, but now that you're inside of the middle of the stream, you can currently see the goblin that is 15 feet away. And then there is another one that is 25 feet away. All right. Um, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna do it on the one that's 25 feet okay. from me. What would you like to do? Uh, cast Sacred Flame on it. All right. And that is a deck save? Deck save of 13. All right. Let's Probably see will make it. Goblins have here. Oh, shit. Where'd they go? I just lost it. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, he's got a 16. He's going to succeed on that. Yes. Bitch. 
as you throw out the sacred flame, it kind of goes shimmering out of your hands. Or do you, how do you use your, your sacred flame? Um, just yes, yeah, flavor goes because I have my holy symbol on my hammer. Okay. So I like I just hold up my hammer, and just from the symbol, or actually not from the symbol because it would it would ignite around. It would try to ignite around him. Okay. But it would nothing. Would as happen. you as you hold up your your holy symbol on your uh, war hammer, uh, it starts to emanate around the feet of this goblin, and then it just starts to dissipate in the process, so it doesn't completely take hold. God damn it! <laughs> Alright, any other movements or bonus actions that you would like to do? Um, no, that's it. Alright, after your turn, and it's gonna go down to Lachlan. You are now up. Yeah, I want to charge as... run towards them as far as I can. I only have 30 feet of movement. So you got... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You can actually get right up next to him with only 20, 25 feet of movement. Absolutely. All right. I'm just going to I'm gonna swing at him. Just go for it. Bringing up your great axe. Swing away. Swing away, Johnny. Nat 20. Oh, nice. yeah. So for everyone listening, a natural 20 rolled on the D20 die while in combat is an automatic success. Not only that, is it lets you do critical damage. Now, when you do critical damage in a natural campaign, it is you get to roll your damage die twice and add your modifier only once to it. So out of any damage dice you roll on a critical hit, all of them are doubled. So for our campaign, even this one right now, we like to do it a little bit differently. We like to add the max damage die for him as a d12. Correct. And then he gets to add, he gets to roll his secondary dice. So... Now with it being 12, an automatic, and then to roll his other d12, now that's a little bit more empowering for a critical hit, so that's how we do it here. Six. What's your total then? Uh, 18. As you go running up to his goblin, you kind of like bring your great axe up, and you don't even point the sharp end at him, you turn it sideways to the blunt end and just (laughs) baseball swing swat him. All the way across the thickets, and I mean, he goes flying like 10, 15 feet to the other side of the wall. <laughs> Smacking down a couple branches and bushes as he goes tumbling. Well, we got a slugger over here. <laughs> All right, that one is dead. The first goblin up Hell around yeah. is dead. And now you only have one more goblin in this little area, and he's about 10 feet away from you. You only moved 25 feet, I do believe. And you can move another five feet if you would like to get in direct line of him. And actually, moving five feet would bring you into range of him. Uh, and in doing I so, do you would actually block the line of sight from everyone else, so he wouldn't... I do want to move five feet, but just straight south. Straight, straight south? All right. Yeah. So you are kind of diagonal from him, but not right up against him. Cool. All righty. No bonus actions, I believe, yeah? Correct. All right. After locking some Kelsey, you are now up. Yes. Kelsey, you are currently on the left side of the creek. Uh, you still have to move about 5, 10, 15 feet before you can see this goblin, but you do hear and understand that there's combat going on in the thicket of bushes across from you. If I move 15 feet, would I be too close to use my longbow? No. It, okay. It's only too close if you're in melee range of the okay. character. Then yeah, I'll do that. Cool. So you move about 15 feet over there, and you have direct line of sight of him now. Yes. And you can shoot away at this goblin. With him being slightly in the corner, actually you have perfect sight. Now you're going to say anything about cover. She's good to go. Oh, What'd you I get? thought that was going to be really good. I know. Um, nine. Nine total? Yeah. Is that a two? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, is that a one? No, no. it's not. Okay. Uh, rolling with that nine. It's going to miss, actually. As you shoot, this goblin kind of stumbles as he's getting up from being prone. And poof, 
falls down a little bit from slipping on this like little uh, rugged sack that he was laying down on, and in doing so, falls directly underneath your air as you're flying into the You lucky piece of shit. Alrighty, any other bonus actions or movement? You only move 15 feet, so you do have more movement if you would like. Uh, I'd like you to get out of the way of the entrance. <laughs> Alright, so moving backpedaling about what? Five, ten feet, or yeah, what? Yeah, like five feet. Just five feet? Okay, yeah. cool. So then that way it gives Vistra line of sight if you were to do something at the start. All right, if nothing else, then it's going to go to Ervin's turn. Ervin, Dave, what would you like to do? I'd like to get in front of Kelsey. All right, you can move through uh, friendly territory, but you cannot end your turn there. So as long as you move through them, yeah. and it's not a threatening space, so if it was an enemy, you wouldn't be able to move through them, but if it's a friend, you can, you're allowed to. Alright, right, moving about 10 feet in front, and then you're standing almost side by side with Lachlan. What would you like to do? Uh, use Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost, go for it. Roll that spell attack. Spell range attack. Kill him dead. 10. 10 will miss yeah. as you shoot this little icicle beam once again. And with him being on the ground, he stands up real quick and kind of hits the ground to his left side. <laughs> He holds up his little scimitar that he now has in his hands, and he looks like he's about to charge. You still have more movement, bonus actions, or anything else you'd like to do? No bonus action, but I'm gonna move back to where I was. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna go shifting right back, so you move 15 f- feet forward, attacked, missed, shit, and ran 15 feet back. I oh love it. God. Sure did. <laughs> I love Fuck. it. All right, after. Good luck, guys. <laughs> As uh-huh. Erebin goes running away through the group of friends, it is now the goblin's turn. And since there's only one goblin left, he's actually going to charge up five feet and attack into Lachlan over here. Oh, so he's sweet. going to bring up a small scimitar and swing away. It's going to be a total of six to hit. That's a miss. As he goes swinging away, you bring up your great axe just to parry him. Just Nice steel on steel action going over there. You see a little bit of his rust fall off his scimitar as he's attacking you. And then he is going to actually. Bonus action disengage from you. So he moved 5, 10, 15. And then he's currently stuck right there. Oh, he can move up 5 more feet. 20 feet. So using the disengage, he's going to get away from all of you so far while making his way kind of into the cave a little bit he gets stuck because Vistra is actually standing there right there and it's halfway so he has to stop right away he's only moving 15 feet but getting one swing in on the heavy tank as we'll call you uh, Johnny Lachlan and he misses so aside from that back to the top now Vistra you are up I'm gonna look at him face to face with him look at him just go where the fuck do you think you're going and just smash him with my warhammer go for it roll an attack uh, 16. 16 just hits. Roll some damage. Tanky little guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 7 plus 4 for a total of... That's... 11. Nice. This one gets dropped as soon as he walks right up to you. You bring up this warhammer, kind of shoves it right into his face, and as you remove your hammer back, you see that you have completely flattened his nose into his skull. <laughs> and he drops blood gushing from his mouth. Stupid Enemies are now all gone. But now entering in towards the cave. You guys currently look in, and you do see that there's a small entrance to the right as you walk through maybe about 10 or 
15 feet to the right-hand side of this cave entrance. And off to the left, about 20 more feet ahead of you, is a slight embankment that kind of goes upward. Looks like a sort of like fallen uh, stone debris that is kind of piled up on the left-hand side. But you guys are currently in the front of this cave. What would you like to do? All right, guys. We We're going to stealth to the right. Yeah. <laughs> well, are there drag marks leading to the right? Like There are drag see? marks. Uh, roll me a perception check, actually. Actually, roll me a perception or survival check, whichever one you prefer. Well, they're both the same. <laughs> 17. 17. Uh, as you look at the pathway, you can see that the drag marks are headed actually up farther into the cave, not into the right-hand side of this uh, little alcove that you guys see. Guys, that's that's not where the drag marks are going. But you don't want to check anyone? it out make sure we don't get surprised? Yeah. Is, is anyone, like, super stealthy? I've got plus... I am wearing chainmail, <laughs> sir. I'm wearing leather armor. I've got plus three on my stealth. And as you look around your group adventures, you see... Stealth. Lachlan, directly across from you, wearing the exact same garb that you are. <laughs> You're like, hmm, maybe not you, but you glance over at the two smaller uh, compatriots of yours, and you see the human fighter wearing Small leather armor. I am 6'2". And you see this really tall, lanky uh, Arabin wearing nothing <laughs> but a cloak. Dick just flapping in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I, do, I, do I, can, wanna, I, I can lean forward, guys. I do want to do want to spot out or point out that looking at him, mine armor looks a lot more used than his. Just you know, point that out as it's more uh, you know, gleaming in, in, in the sun. That's kind of glistening, slightly cresting now the treetops as it's now going into nightfall as you guys are approaching inside this cave. So, right, I would like to stealth. Yeah, and look into the right side. All right. So, who is stealthing currently right now? Kelsey and Irvin are stuffing forward. All right, there we go. <laughs> Don't be raising your hands. <laughs> Listeners cannot see you raise your hands. It's like a five Sorry, school. I'm waiting, you guys. I'm waiting, you guys. Like I'm like, oh, someone's gonna my say something. To raise my hand. No, it's completely fine. I love it. I just just bashing on you guys. All right, so we're gonna have Irvin and Kelsey roll me stealth checks, please. Uh, while they're doing that, I would I definitely want to keep a lookout outside the cave, make sure there's no more goblins roll coming in. Is what they so we don't get. You know, ambushed. Dave, Ray, what'd you get? Arabin got a 14. Arabin got a 14. Kelsey got a 13. Kelsey got a 13. All right. As you guys are walking up, you actually... Oh, what take, What did you get? Uh, I got a natural 20 for a total of uh, 23. Ooh. Nice. Very nice. And you're keeping a nice, nice keen eye as you're watching out and around. And you see that uh, actually it looks beautiful in this position that you got. You hear a nice stream flowing, the small little drips coming from the cave behind you. It's kind of relaxing, kind of soothing. Mm, nice. Too bad there's goblins here to kill us. <laughs> As you are slowly creeping in, you actually look a little bit into this little cave section, uh, Arvin and Kelsey, and you do see... I like to, the to point right. out, I can see up to 60 feet with dark vision. You can see up to 60 feet with dark vision? Yep. Nice. As you go to reveal areas, hold on. I can't see at all, I'm human. All right. So as you glance in, Kelsey, you look and you're like, I can't hear nothing. Or you can't see nothing, but you can hear... Scratching along the ground, uh, some creatures that you cannot make out in the shadows. What do you but see? Dave, Arabin, you actually see um, two wolves kind of sit off to the right-hand side. Actually, three wolves. Sorry. There are three wolves that are supposed oh. to be there. 
that are off to the right-hand side. Don't make any sort of movements. And just inside the cave mouth, actually, you see un- uneven stone steps leading up to the small, dark, dank chamber on the east side of this passage. The cave narrows to a steep fissure at the far end, which is on this little embankment right here that I'm pointing now. It's a, a small fissure at the far end, and it's filled with the stench of animals, and that's what you notice, Kelsey, the most. You can't see in through here as well, but you do notice a stench that smells like wet dog, in a sense. We love uh, animals. Savage snarls. <laughs> and the sounds of rattling chains greet your ears as three wolves are chained up just inside the opening. Each wolf's chains lead to an iron rod driven into the base of the stalagmite. And that's what you see, Ervin, since Kelsey cannot see. Do they look rabid? Kelsey, I see three wolves. I can't tell if they're vicious intent towards us. Or if they can sense our presence yet? Do they look like they have rabies or are rabid? <laughs> they're chained up, so I'm assuming they're there to fucking kill shit. Kind of want one. <laughs> <laughs> I advise against it. But uh. Common sense says I shouldn't. But I also really like animals and wolves in particular. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't you see are, anything. You are told that there are three wolves snarling within this little cave. You cannot see, though you don't have a torch or a light lit right now, you cannot see much. These wolves look like they might have a gray or black uh, kind of coat on them, so they kind of blend in a little bit. You do see shadows moving as you glance in, but okay. you hear the chains rattling, you do hear the snarls, and you kind of get a sense that these might be adult wolves compared to just like a pup. There's nothing else in there with them? No, you do see... Uh, all the way across be, be, the back wall on the far right, like the, about 15 feet, the, is like a little, small little fissure that kind of like looks like a small embankment going upward. And you see a, a slight <laughs> dim light out of that, but not a lot. Like, I mean, a speck of, of light might be shimmering down off of that. But it looks like it leads up into like a sort of like channel, in a sense. Ervin, how secure do those chains look? And how far do you think they could reach towards the entrance? Pretty damn close to where I don't want to go any further. <laughs> How uh, do you think things are going in there, Vistress? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's pretty nice. Uh, it's pretty nice right outside. It is. It's a beautiful be night. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think we should head back out, talk to them, and tell them what we've seen, and then try to push them further to the other section. As you guys are debating this, you hear the small growl. Of, oh, shit. Can we hear that outside? No, you don't. You guys outside don't hear this. This is just oh, Ervin and Kelsey staying so close to the entrance. They that can sense our presence. They can smell I was us. I'm saying, not even with my like 23 perception that I had watching out for stuff. No, because you're looking out the cave as you just okay. described. Fair. <laughs> I, say we, I say we get out quickly and quietly as possible. <sighs> Let's go okay. right now. Fine. <laughs> so as you guys move out of the cave. Uh, as far as we or I, I, I want one. I see. <laughs> you want what? I what? really want one. What did? No, the, the answer is no. <laughs> that first little section up to the right, there are three wolves, chained up. The poor things. They're chained up. They're they're chained up, and I. They're probably right being hurt by the goblins. I don't matter if they're hurt or not. They're they're gonna they're there to kill. The and fucking wolves. They're, they're there cute. to kill. Was so, there anything else inside of there? A slight embankment into a dim light that seems a bit fishy to me. My best bet is but that they're I, probably guarding something up there, which is why they're there. 
or we just ignore them and keep moving deeper. I, Can they get to us? I, I, chains are slacked, so they either going to get to the edge of the steps. I, I, I can't really tell. I can't tell you. I guess my, we my, might my as best well guess try is that it. It's, uh, it's, it, it gets to the steps. Everyone roll me a perception check, please. Oh, no. Dirty 20. Oh, my God. 19. 12. 19, 20, 12. 8. 8. So, 20 and the 19. You guys both hear a sort of taunt chain being... Not breaking, but being, like, yanked at. And you start to hear more movement from within the cave a little bit more. From that same location. Kind of insinuating that the wolves are they possibly have, trying to yank. They have caught on, and they're there. All right, let's get moving. Do we, do we want to kill them before they start oh. like, barking that, and raising hell? I don't want to kill them. Or, no, I don't want to kill them. They're probably as it is. If we just slip past them, I'll see why we have to kill yeah, them. Yeah, but what if they start, like, raising they, hell? They have sent our presence. Well, I can... And they're there. Either they're there at the edge, or they're there... Like, how do they try to get them to calm down? I can... I got a spell that I, if they start making too much noise... If we have to, I can, I can cast sleep on them. I mean, why didn't you just lead with that? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, that... Well, because I was asking what you guys want to do. If you guys want to go in there, go towards that dim light, or keep pushing forward. I don't, I don't, I'd like to I investigate just, in there and see if there's drag marks up there. Because if the drag marks are going up there, then that's where we need to go. Fuck it. Let's go. Another yank of chains. What are you guys doing? She said she wanted to see if the, the We're going to stealth work. in. I'm going to cast sleep. You're going to go in and cast sleep on them? Yes. Okay. Just you? So as we have... I'm going in. Anybody else one go? I'm going. I'm going with, with you. Human archer. Walking up. You're going to cast sleep? Yes. All right, read what it does, please. Let's see what uh, sleep would like you to do. Maybe you get to roll, and then the total actually gives us the amount of health that makes them all fall asleep. The so spell sends spell. creatures into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points a creature this spell can affect. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose with range are affected in ascending order of their current hit points. Ignoring unconscious creatures. Starting with a creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature affected by this spell falls unconscious until the spell ends. The sleeper takes damage, or someone using the action to shake or slap the sleeper awake. Subtract e each creature's hit points from the total before moving on to the creature with the next lowest hit points. A creature's hit points must be equal to or less than the number total that the creature to be affected. Undead and creatures immune to being charmed aren't affected by the spell. Oh. And the duration's a minute. Alright, and is that concentration or no? I don't believe it is. Mm, it is not? No. Alrighty, so if you want to cast the spell then, go ahead and roll me 5d8 please. Do you need any d8s? I know you have a lot. Come on, does he need any? I, I, mean, I am a I, dice I, goblin, I, so I, no. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Castillo over here is our dice goblin, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Dave. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so many dice. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So add up your total, and we'll start from the lowest up to the highest health. Six, 12. 17? 17 total? <laughs> All right. 
That's a bad roll. And it has to it, equal it, it was a bad roll. their health to be able to do this. So as you walk in and you gently cast a spell, where do you cast it at? Because I do believe it has a 90-foot range. Where in this uh, location are you casting it at? And it has a 20-foot radius. Or uh, I'd cast it towards... The back end? The back end. Okay, of this little chamber. So you're going to try to aim towards... And we'll the, 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 from, further, the furthest wolf back. Okay, so we'll start from where this spell would kind of like originate from. So if you're reaching towards the far right side of this little alcove, then we will say the first wolf, as you see it kind of like haphazardly like staring at you guys. And now they're all up on all their fours. They were gnawing at bones or debris that were on the floor currently previously. And then now they are all up and posed ready to look at you. As you cast that spell, the one in the far back actually slowly, limpsily lays down on the ground and starts to sleep. But the other ones are still awake. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. So that one is asleep. How well can I see from where I'm at? Uh, from this, you have a small little glimpse of just shadows around you. It's okay. currently too dark in here for a human to see, unless you have night vision or a light. I mean, you do have, everyone has a torch in their, usually has a torch in their adventures kit. Yes. I do not. You do not? Oh, so. I don't either. I have a, yes, what? I have a torch. I don't have Human a torch. fighter does not have a torch. I have I, 10 torches. Check in your inventory. Your inventory right there by equipment should say that you have torches. Yeah. It comes with like, a, usually equipment. a dungeoneering kit or something like that. And, yeah. 10 I mean, torches right under, bed, right, right under bed roll. That's where I have it at least. Oh, he might not have it with his certain class setup. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh. Nice. All right. So you do have a torch you can light up. You do have 10. Technically, you can light up if you would like to leave a trail. But you have one nonetheless if you would yeah. like to light the torch. Yeah, I'll, I'll light it up. Go for so it. So I as you it. light the torch up, you are currently still... Are you guys stepping into this cave? Or are not you guys, into well, We're going to stay at the edge. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Listen, you guys are on the edge it, of this cave and casting this spell. You see the wolves kind of like still glancing off at you. And you see them get taunt again as the chains start to rip more out of these stalagmites. Out of them? Slightly, yeah. You, you can see that they're getting pulled. They okay. haven't broke free just yet. 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 Okay, they're taking so long. And I'd like to try to a... sneak up with them and be like, you guys coming? Shh. You trying to sneak or no? Yeah. Roll me a self check. Absolutely with trying to sneak. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a three. It's a three. Alright, so as you go clambering and you actually run through the stream as it's in the center of this entrance and you go Oh my god. Hey guys, what are you doing? I face palm. As he gets up there, you guys cast burning hands. Cast burning hands as soon as he gets up there? Yes. On the wolves? <laughs> yes. I need you Bruh. to roll me those. Everyone roll me initiative now. I was going to try to calm them down. Oh, my God. Oh, As God. we're now casting these out, everyone roll me initiative. <laughs> we didn't need to mess with the wolves, guys. I was going to Which try to calm them down. Which definitely needed to mess with <laughs> 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 them. Absolutely. What if they started barking and raising hell? I was going to try to calm them down. Like you didn't, we didn't need to. If, I was gonna say earlier, if we, I had thaumaturgy, I can make a sound of thunder if they start barking too really? loud. Really, a sound of thunder through this fucking cave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good way for us all to go deaf. <laughs> yeah, all right. So then, let me see. Let me add these guys in here real quick. I'm actually adding a small little uh, visual so they can see who's next up in order, and then that way. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> better than mine. <laughs> 
Please, please tell me to go first. Okay. Please tell me to go first. <laughs> Let me go first. <laughs> Let's see. And we have the last one is Irvin. All right. So we have everyone here. What did this trip? What'd you get? Uh, I got a, a one. A one? Okay. Kelsey, what'd you get? Twenty-one. Fuck. Okay. Yes. We got uh, Lachlan. What'd you get? Seven. Alrighty. <laughs> and then we got. Ervin, what'd you get? 16. <laughs> Alrighty, so moving from this location. Do I sort of cast my spell? As you're about to cast it, first Kelsey has to react. Kelsey's instinctions know that sees you pulling up your hands and start to pull out some of your components. She knows you're about to cast a spell, but she got to jump on you first. Kelsey, what would you like to do as your, as your first action in combat? As you believe that these wolves are still docile currently, but with Ervin over here about to cast a spell, That's not gonna it might turn for the worst. What would you like to do? So I have, I'm gonna, I have, I have rations. So I'm gonna take like, how how much are the rations like? Ration wise, it'd basically be like a small little like a uh, cloth that has like a few like uh, bread sacks. Uh, it might have like some beans in it. It does not have any meat. It's more of like a dry food okay. type of uh, supply. So then that way you can adventurers carry on the way out okay. or while they're adventuring and then still get some nutrients, but not enough to be you know, a, a yeah. substantial amount of food. What about like jerky? It's dried meat. That's true. Yeah, it can be a little bit of jerky in there, sure. I'm gonna take all the jerky out of my. Of all your rations? <laughs> yes, I won't eat it anyway. With it being in your pack and not currently like on your hip pockets or nothing like that, yeah. it's gonna take your full action to do that. <laughs> Just shoot David, at him. shut up. No. Because, so for listeners as well, every round of combat is only six no. seconds within game time. So. Each one of these players, though they may be taking a certain amount of time doing whatever they're doing, one round is only six seconds. So this is happening at a fast pace. So doing something like this is more so done on the fly. And I'm kind of just winging yeah. it in the sense of like, okay, I'll make you have to use your full-on action to be able to dig into your pack to grab this because it's not a viable uh, understanding that you would have your rations just like as a fucking hip-fired pistol yeah. ready to go. So. Okay. I mean, you might, but you didn't acknowledge it. So. No, I didn't. So, <laughs> I didn't. You used to have food on my hips ready to go. Yeah, no, I did. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the rations thing then. Then, then. I'm just going to go, I'm not going to, I'm going to kind of step in front of... You're going to step in front Ervin? of Ervin? Ervin a bit. Not a whole bunch. I'm not going to go into the cave a bit. I'm going to be kind of the universal gesture of, like, calm. Kind of. To the animals? A bit, yeah. I'm just, I'm just... Non-threatening. You're not gonna non grab any food out of out of your pack. I don't. I'm not. Kill me before I have a chance to do anything. It's your call. What do you want to do? I'm not gonna grab the food out of no. my pack, okay. but I'm just gonna appear as non-threatening as possible while okay. stepping in front of the mainly threatening one. Roll so. me a animal handling. Animal handling check, please. You're looking for. 16? A 15 is what you needed. <laughs> so as you walk up, you you said you hold out your hands. You, yeah, you like slightly hold up your hands like in a sort of common motion way. And you, you love animals. 
you wanted to actually take these animals. <laughs> Do I really want to take them? You might have had from a previous past uh, past time that you might have had a wolf or a pet pup or, or something along those lines to where you naturally feel like a, a, a caregiver towards these animals. You walk in and, and kind of using the same initiative that you used to from your own pets, you kind of keep them calm. They lower themselves down to the floor and grab whatever they're just now chewing on and ignore you. I'm gonna turn to look at them. I'm not moving. I'm gonna say, stop whatever you're doing. They're calmed down. They're not attacking. So stop it before they do attack. We can probably get past them without them making any noises. I agree. Alrighty. For the any bonus action? For the good of the realm, they have to be just put down. <laughs> no, I swear to God. I will lead you to any, the wolves, literally. No more chatter now. Any more bonus actions? I'm, um, I'm giving you too I'm, much I'm, time to just say yeah, everything at once. Yeah, I'm going to move towards them a okay. bit. All right. Like, obviously, you can still appear non-threatening. Okay. No, they go, they glance up at you and go back to, oh, wrong person. Uh, they glare up at you slightly and go back to chewing, and you do have a torch in your hand, slightly, that is lit, but you can see everything around you. You see the stone walls. You see the embankment up towards the far right side of the area and like I said it's a small little light that dimly shines down it yeah. looks like a tiny little hole and then actually at the base of the hole you actually do see what looks like debris trash feces at the bottom mm. of this hole it's hard. and these animals mangy and dirty and caked with, with mud essentially I'm taking them uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am taking they them. lay down and chew on whatever they were previously chewing on okay and the one in the back far right side of the location is still asleep from the previous spell that was okay. casted so, no bonus actions? No. Just moving no, in slightly? That's gonna be it, yeah. Okay, you moved in about 10 feet into the room, yeah. which makes you dead center of this little small alcove. Yeah. Next up in the line is Ervin. What would you like to do? I like to say I'm standing there angry-faced. <laughs> Beat red face. what would you like to do? Put my hands down. I just... should die. They need to die. No, they don't. Put your hands down. Gritting your teeth. I'm just going to disengage and stand, stand by. Alright. If no one else is going to do anything aggressive, combat is done. You guys have successfully defeated these wolves. In that case, I'm going <laughs> to grab uh, the jerky <laughs> now and toss okay. it in front of the wolves. Just, you know, so I can give them some snacks, something to eat. Sure. Roll me uh, another animal. Animal handling check, please. Twelve. Nice. Are you grabbing out a jerky for each wolf, or are you yeah, just grabbing for out each for wolf, one yeah. for each wolf? All right, sir. Uh, it takes a little bit of time for you to pull out all your rations that you have, and I believe everyone only has like about ten rations or so. Yeah. Uh, so you pull out some jerky from each one of them, and you slightly toss it off to the wolves, and they aggressively snatch it up off the ground, like like with speed unremarkable to like the size of them you can see somewhat on their you can see their ribs uh and stomach Aww. slightly uh, uh bowed in a little bit and you can see that they are starved uh so they look mangy as hell Aww. and like one of them is uh, coated in gray the other two are pitch black and that is what you see i want ones. them <laughs> <laughs> they I, deserve I, to be happy i at least want to set them free outside of the cave even if i can't take them can i are you like visibly struggling with this choice right now? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I go up to her and I'm just like, look, we can get them on our way out. Okay. But I, I don't, I don't think okay. carrying wolves into here would be a good Probably idea. Probably not. They're, they're starving. They probably would be good for combat. Yeah. I don't want them to die. Yeah, we can set them free afterwards. Okay. But I think okay. right now as they're best spots come, right here. I strongly back. disagree, but fuck it. I'm going to say you. shut up. You don't get a say in this one. <laughs> I, I really think we just need to keep going. Yeah. Yo. Um, they have two people that, the one that hired us, uh, Sildan. Yeah. And um, Gundren. I really want to find Gundren. I, we need to no, keep going. No, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As long as we come back to free them, I'll be fine. All right. I'll sneak forward to the other, other side then. All right. I think we're all probably sneaking, right? You're all currently yeah. on these, like, steps of this small little uh, alcove up to the right-hand side of the I believe the wolf's uh, awake now. It's been a minute. Uh, if it's been a full minute, then yes. Then he will wake up and find Jerkly readily in front of his face. Uh, you actually see one of the wolves kind of, like, slowly slinking in, trying to actually mm. nibble at it. Uh, and it gets close enough to it, but then the other wolf wakes up and just... <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. Oh, walk away greeting my teeth. <laughs> I do not care. All right, so you are currently going to go out here, Ervin? Yep. Uh, are you stealthing out there, you said? I sure I am. Yes. Wrong fucking person out. <laughs> All right, uh, roll me a stealth check, and then roll me a perception right after that, please. Now, question. Yes. As we keep going, if, say, like, um, me and Lachlan, if we would hang back, say, about, you know, 25, 30 feet from them as they stealth, would we, would, would it still be bad? Like, we. Um, and in any audible range of being around, they, you have an understanding that some people would probably hear you or some things might hear you okay. as you're still moving. So it'd, it'd still distance. be about it'd the still same. still be the same. Gotcha. If you were moving around, yes. I'm just trying to think of the most. Yeah, completely fine. 14 for stealth and 10 for perception. Alrighty. So let me open up a little bit more of this map. As you make your way out to the center of this little location, you can see everything. No. Oh. See a little bit more of this area. Let me kind of open this up. You see a little bit more of this area. Uh, I'll pull this map down a little bit to reposition you guys. Sorry, I'm moving the map around. Shit. Uh, as you walk up from this point, you actually see uh, the main passageway from this cave mouth climbs steeply upward the stream, plunging and splashing down its west side. In the shadows, a side passage to the left side of this cave entrance leads west across the other side of the stream. Uh, in the shadows of the ceiling to the north, you see that you can just make out a dim shape of a rackety wooden bridge up, a t up across the top. A rope crossing over the passageway ahead of you. Another passageway intersects this one 20 feet above the floor. And from that position, that's all you see. Just keep going. Are the drag, mar are the drag marks visible? Uh, yes, actually. Still currently here and holding up your little torch that you have. You can clearly see underneath or on the floor that there are drag marks currently still going. Can you still see the little footprints? Okay. And you actually see Roman survival check as well, please. What's off to the left? Uh, a small little embankment 
this left hand side that you're walking up does, here does is it go actually up or does it go down it goes up it's actually uh uh it climbs steeply upward actually and it's a sort of like a, a tumble of rocks coming straight down like a is there like a cliff edge they yeah. can get up to yep a small little cliff edge you climb up to the left hand side or you can follow the path that where the drag marks are leading uh to the north northeast section of this little map how high up did you say it was uh the bridge that you guys currently no, see, the the cliff edge oh the cliff edge over yeah. there i do believe it is about 10 feet up can and I then sh- it looks like as if well, he tries to get up i'd like to boost him up if you're actually looking at that little location it also shows you another uh section kind of like a level that's 10 feet higher than that that leads up to another ledge that goes up higher than that as well so it looks like it reaches all the way up to 20 feet so in small little assumption you think that it comes in par with the platform that that bridge is on as well so height wise it goes up 20 feet but then there is a there's a little small ledge to climb up that's 10 feet then it goes onto a platform and then another ledge after that that goes up another 10 feet that goes onto a platform that is a steep steep like sloped hills essentially Okay, never mind. I think we just keep going. I rolled yeah, a absolutely. It's follow the for the uh, for the survival. survival yeah, uh, you see some bigger footprints as well, aside from just the small little goblin footprints. You see actually one kind of poof, over top of one of the goblin footprints, and you know it's not a typical goblin. Hey guys, there's some uh, bigger footprints than the typical little guys here. What I recognize is like a uh, as, well, as like a soldier. I don't know if I'd come across any kind of footprint like this. Uh, yeah, actually glancing down, you would notice that it is a bugbear footprint. Bugbear. That's a bugbear. Fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. I yeah. I, I, I go. Here? You yeah, keep walking forward. Yep. After. We're gonna keep stealthing forward. Yeah, stealth. You're stealthing forward. Two guys or two people in front are stealthing, and then are you keeping that? Are you keeping that light tor- that torch lit? Should I not? I no. Mean, if we're gonna try to stealth, no. That's true. Put it in the water. Yeah. Okay. Put it in the water. Okay. What do you think, Lachlan? Been awful quiet. As you quiet. go to dump this uh, torch into the water, uh, I can't actually see shit. And the uh, passage suddenly filled with a mighty roar. <laughs> And a huge surge of rushing water pours down from above. You see, coming from the north side of this passageway, a sort of uh, giant wave of water just rushing down through the center of this cave opening now. I need everyone to oh, roll me dexterity checks, please. Uh, is there any, do we have any option, any time to do anything while we see this? Uh, no, this is currently happening with you guys waiting right there. Okay. And as she's dipping the light into this, she puts it in, and all of a sudden, as soon as she touches the water with her light, you hear this giant roar, and water coming rushing down from the north side. So deck Everyone save. give me a deck save, please. Yep. I need... Uh, so what did... Nine. This girl got a nine? Okay. Yeah. And then what's... 17. Get? 17. Seven. Seven. 18. 18. Oh so God. I need Vistra and I need Lachlan to roll me strength saves, please. Oh, God. That's better. <laughs> As Not you are better. currently being swept away from Would this we... water source. And 15. Would you guys are slightly up higher here. Eight. 15 and eight. Are you guys 15? Yeah. 
You roll about maybe 10 feet down, and the eight does not succeed as you get pushed all the way out the front of the cave mouth. <laughs> eight doesn't succeed? <laughs> That's a bullshit. Uh, I want to use wait, my... What did you get, what'd you get Lachlan? Hey. 15. Yeah, 15. 15 just makes it. You want to use your inspiration yes. token? Alrighty. He had an inspiration token earlier that I had given him that is basically uh, a separate role that he gets to do. He has... He can reuse his role if he would like to. And these are given... Per campaign. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> and you have to use your inspiration roll instead. What did you roll? An eight. An eight as well. <laughs> All right. So that was for the strength oh, save. And still missing, he gets pushed out the front of the cave mouth as he gets moved 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 feet of movement out of there. And well, for every tumble shit. of 10 feet, <laughs> in your chain armor, soaked and drenched, you take damage as well as moving through that tank. Jesus what? Holy shit. That's a lot. I'm glad I, I probably succeeded you the next save. The squishy guy saved himself. <laughs> I'm done. Points of damage taken to you. Head cannon that uh, I kept you supported. Because <laughs> I was right behind you, kept you supported. And moving through, you guys see him just get tumbled like rocks. <laughs> and you see him laying face first outside of the cave in this water. Ow. Can I sprint out to him and get him out of the water. Sure. Yeah. Ouch. As you run out there, you pick him up and he's unconscious. I like to go back out there and give him a healing kit. Uh, as you walk out there, you grab out your healing kit and that's an automatic stabilization for anyone who is unconscious. Whew. So you do not have to roll any death saves. Thank God. Thank God. what you would have to do. And sure this is me flavor testing all of this. So. <laughs> I'm just messing with Tate. Hey, hey, Irvin, hmm? you wouldn't happen to know any healing spells, would you? Sorry, I mistake that one. I did uh, a, some damage per every 10 foot you moved. I should have only still only done 1d6 instead of all of them. Oh, so thank God. I will re-roll I it. Say, Hold on, let me savage. reiterate this one. <laughs> Usually with 10 feet of movement, <laughs> so, well, every foot, 10 foot of drop, you get 1d6 of damage. Now, with you moving 30 feet out the cave mouth, I assumed it was 10 feet of, you know, 10, 20, 30, 30 feet of movement, dropping every hit, now with d6 each time, but... For the campaign, they say only 1d6. So that's what we're going to go by, gentlemen and lady. I'm, so yeah. five <laughs> points of damage is what you get instead okay. of that. Oh, what I say, like God. 13? I said 13 last time. Yeah, so yeah. still five points of damage. As now he's still prone face first into the water, though, outside the cave mouth. Yeah, but I'm, I'm conscious. Conscious, he kind of rolls out. You said five? Yes, five points of damage. Sorry, that was my mistake. I didn't read all of the text down here. Hey, Lachlan. I'm a wizard. I'm not a druid or a cleric. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have healing spells. Magic. <laughs> All right. Um, can I get up and what, make, you sorry my way back in there? Yeah, sure. Soaked and drenched no. completely with water. The I am stream, not. Um, <laughs> the stream is complete. You guys were able to dodge out of the way up against the wall as this stream. You guys got hit with a little bit of water, Kelsey and Eric. But Lachlan and... Uh, Vistra actually got pushed away. You good, squishy guy. But Lachlan actually held on currently as he did not get forcibly pushed all the way down. And that's why he didn't get no damage taken. So, aside from that, you got shoved out of the way. You currently have Vistra in the front, kind of heaving and huffing with a completely drenched in water now. Like, <sighs> your body is you... like three times heavier now. <laughs> you don't look too good. <laughs> I don't feel too good. How are you feeling, little buddy? <laughs> not good. I don't blame hey, you. Mr. Fancy Wizard, do you got anything that can help me dry off? Well, you're looking... I got, I got burning hands. 
<laughs> you you see him start to like warm up his hands a little bit and like anything and else. Bit. He's like, huh? 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 <laughs> yeah, oh my god, fucking wizards! I think we. Um, I, I, I can I can freeze it if you want. Oh my god, that'd be worse. All right, never mind. Frostbite. <laughs> I think we might need backup for this, guys. This place seems pretty well fortified. You want to back out? I say we charge I, on. I mean, if we're too late, they could wind up dead. I know. You know what? This is your cousin. Yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We're going to go up the side bankment. Yeah, let's keep going. Side bankment instead? Off the left hand side right there? Yep. Okay, cool. That's a good idea. Up that way to the left. We're going to help each other up. You're going to help each other up? All right, sweet. So for that left embankment, I do need as difficult terrain as the ledge between two encartments is fragile. Uh, any weight that exceeds over 100 pounds. May I mind you? I need you guys each to roll me a climb up. Who, who's going up first? Oh, it's since you're helping each other out, you don't have to roll for it, but who's going up first? Uh, I'll go. Vistra. Yeah, she's probably good. Yeah, Vistra with yeah. dark vision. That's yeah. true. It's not dark vision. You want to give me, give me a help, Lachlan? Yeah, yeah I'll what, give you a boost. Me and me. Aravind and Lachlan are both pulling and Lachlan are helping them up, yep. assisting them up. All yep. right, and you're just staying back. Yeah, you yeah. still have your, your, you dipped your torch in the water, so you're completely blind right now. Yeah. So are I you am, here, yeah. Lachlan, as well. So you're slightly helping out, whereas Aravind and... Uh, while we're right here, can I cast um, light on his great axe? Are you willing to let him do that? Absolutely. All right, Please. sure. So now just for now. Cause the whole, and I believe that's one hour, correct? Uh, yeah, I think I can because it's concentration. Yes. So I can drop it whenever I want. Yep, you can drop it whenever you want to. So, yeah, you can cast light as you uh, emit a holy aura uh, as you touch his great axe, and it just emits <laughs> of all light. And I believe that's 20 foot radius, just like a torch would be 20 uh, foot Just uh, for 100% sure. Right. Nope, that's not crap. Uh, I got it right go here. Go ahead and look up that. Uh, so, as you're climbing up the yeah, west, 20 foot. Western Passage. Um, I do need you to roll me a dexterity save, please. Dexterity save? Why is you yeah. in dexterity <laughs> saves? Why can't first. I do athletics checks? <laughs> okay, 15. 15? Make it up, you're just fine. Uh, you climb up to the top. Now you are in the middle embankment. You still see another ledge up above you, but you cannot reach it. And it does look like it's a little bit more fragile than, than the one you just climbed up. All right, Kelsey, you're next. <laughs> yep, yeah, Kelsey's up next. I'm the, I'm the shortest. I'm well, sure you one of the prop shortest. Prop right up up there. And how much is your weight? Uh, that was 5'1", so... I mean, I mean, like, your total... Uh, I'm not oh, sure this is uh, anything about your total weight that? on there at all. On your character sheet. I don't think they say. I, was I don't think it's on here. So we'll just like, estimate that you probably you weigh, I mean, you're a little human half, or not, you're not a half, you're a human fighter, you're wearing clothes, you're wearing all this luggage. I'd say you're at least over 100 pounds, minimally. Yeah. Uh, so we will say that we need a dexterity save from you as well. Okay. Ooh. Ouch. Oh, uh, what was my dexterity? Why don't you use a helping hand there? 11? Vistra. Yeah, right. roll me again, with advantage, because you are being helped up. <laughs> it's all right. You still got that 11, right? That was yeah. said in the beginning. Yeah, that's what I said. All right. I mean, so you get the 11 terrible. as you go to, like, windmill your arms backwards. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You see Vistra grab your arm as you're windmilling backwards and pull you up a little Get harder. up here. 
You are now safe up on top of the ladder. Get over here. And you guys are crushed together. You're only able to stand up there because he's a small size character compared to your medium size character, and you can only fit you guys up and no one else. So and there is another edge up above. How high up is the ledge up above? The next ledge up above is 10 feet high, but it is uh, very fragile. As it looks, as you go to touch it and possibly like try to reach up and climb up it, you can see stone just kind of skittering what down. What do you guys see up there? up there? Hey, don't you have more rope? We do. Ha- I do have more. I do have rope. I believe How about Vistra used the rope. I used rope, right? Yes. Yeah, you used it on the yeah. outside, I believe. Do you think you could get up there? How about I get you up there? You're the more dexterous one. That's true. <laughs> so how about I get you up there, and then you see if you can find anything to tie it off. Yeah, because there's not enough space for all of us on this ledge. Yeah, and then we can just use the rope, because between me and you, I don't think Mr. Skinny down there will be able to get up here. <laughs> Probably not. You guys talking shit? You can't hear us. What's going on? You're not here. I'm right there. I'm right We're whispering. You. <laughs> you can't hear us. Can't hear you didn't nothing. say you're whispering. It was implied. Yeah. We're trying to be stealthy. It's implied. So, but yeah. Stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> With disadvantage no, tape. That was, that was, that was Twenty. Bad. Yeah, that's a two. He said with disadvantage. That was a two for his disadvantage. Well, for his disadvantage. She doesn't have disadvantage. He does because he oh. has chainmail on. So anytime <laughs> he's moving, a little bit muffled because now the cloth on him is actually really damp because of his little swim session that he just had. Uh, but aside from that, uh, you do make a bit of noise as you're now rustling around up there, trying to position yourself in the proper way to get yeah. underneath her so you can actually lift her up with your hands. Uh, are you trying to climb up Yeah. Right, yeah, and I give her help. All right. You help her up easy enough. I need At the very top of this, as you get a good standing, I need you to roll me a dexterity save. What'd Nine. And once again, you do the windmill at the very top. Shit, shit. With no one there to save you, (laughs) you go falling farther back than you anticipated. Not falling directly beneath you, falling farther back as you have a little bit of lift. If if I see this, would I be able to try to catch her? No. (laughs) Damn it. Well, I'm not down. Can I, since I'm right there and I was helping her up? Roll me a dex save with disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, that's a, dex, a, dexter- a, dexter- <laughs> a dexterity check with disadvantage. I mean, either way. Because you are wearing, like I said, Please. this heavy armor that is soaked. Please. So your movements are now slower than hell. Please. Nine. <laughs> Fail. Okay. Maybe a 12. <sighs> As you go tumbling off this wall, Shit. you go windmill, and you have part of the rope in your hand, so you're waving. <laughs> Smack in the bottom of this in- encampment. Oh. Embankment, sorry. I got Tate's words over here mixed up too. <laughs> Nine points of damage taken you get. as you land on the bottom and you hit rough rocks against ah. the stream edges. You're still up. Ow. Yeah. Uh. She's a fighter, so she's a little bit more. Oh, yeah, that's true. You want back up there? <laughs> You're now prone and breathless as you lay on the ground at the bottom of this uh, uh, steep slope. Oh. CPR! Shocking <laughs> <laughs> grasp! Oh god. That hurts. That really hurts. Use your mitts. You okay? No! But I'm not dead. Clear. 
don't. Roll me a perception check over here, Vistra. Uh, 17. Uh, from up above you, you can hear a slight skittering and... Oh, no. None of you know Goblin, but you're the only one that heard this. You do know it's a Goblin. Goblins, mm. plural. Can I tell about how many? Uh, no, not with that check. Okay. Alright. You're still on the prone on the ground. What would you guys like to do? Can I try to get up there? Yeah, sure. Throw me a... Oh, oh, hold, on. hold up, hold up. Yeah, hold know. on. Do I, I want to climb up there and try and give him a boost? Maybe we should have gotten the taller guy up there. What would you like to I, do there, Vistra? I, wa- I want to try to see if huh? I can what's your see anything. I have a dexterity of nine. I'm going athletics. Up. Yeah. Uh, I, I, will, I will go up. He's going to boost me up. Yeah. Okay. Easily enough, and you don't weigh that much. You make it up there just fine. And then I'd like to boost him up. I'm already making my way up there. As you press the little ledge, you see maybe 12. 12. You start to climb halfway up it, and you slide right back down. You see him sliding down to the next platform. Will I be able to catch up and push back up? No, he's already landed by the time you get up onto your okay. feet. So you can help him up this next round. Yep, yeah. oh, I'd like to help him up. Alrighty, as you help him up, uh, at the very top of this, I need you to roll me dexterity save. I don't, not, I'm not trying to get all the way up there. I just want to see what I see. As you go to crest your head up there, it still slides on. Okay. It still makes you slide farther down. You have to get all the way up to be able to even see anything properly. Dex save? Dex save. No. Six. What'd you get? Six. And as you make your way up, in the same motion, arms flip. <laughs> oh no. Take four points of damage <laughs> as you go flying down this embankment. Can I try to catch him before he goes back? <sighs> roll me a dexterity check. Jesus Christ. A normal straight roll for you. <laughs> 17. Roll me a constitution check. Constitution save now. And this is because you have a three times heavy dwarf falling as you grab his arm. Constitution save? Yes. Seeing if you stay on your feet or not. Is Beanpool going to make it? Nine. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no. So you take four points of damage as well Mm -hmm. as drag down a wizard with you. This wizard takes one point of damage. That was a fail. Again, I'm going to make the suggestion... (laughs) That we just go up the path. I mean, <laughs> no, there's a hill right here. We have to climb it. Let's do this. I think we just go up the path. Yeah, we guys. just go up the path. I don't even. I don't even want to. I don't even want to stealth at this point. Wanna, I just want to hit the healing run. spell, maybe. Right. I got one spell there's, slot left. Okay, I can use one spell left. We're gonna run. We're running. Just dead yep. sprint. Running. You're gonna dead sprint up this oh, pathway. Yeah. I'm not. I'm no. walking. I'm not I'm going sprinting. to drag him by the throat and run with me. I would like running. to see you try. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, beanpole. <laughs> no, I really, I really want to see him try. Like, I, I, I grab his collar as I'm trying to run. As you're trying to run? Yeah. Uh, roll me a strength check. I assume you're staying put. You're not moving. Oh, yeah, out. I'm not. No. Yeah. What, what's, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you weigh at least minimally 150. Minimally? Probably just by himself being a dwarf. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not three times that. What'd you get? A ten. <laughs> <laughs> you go to you grab him by the collar and you start walking. All of a sudden, you, you get 
get yanked back slightly just from him like stiffening up a little bit. And he's a little bit lower than you, obviously. You're what? What's your height again? Six two. Or yeah, six two. Yeah, you're you're having to reach down by your ass, to hold him by the collar. Yeah. Right. And you walk forward. You kind of like you get yanked backwards slightly, a little bit. But like he's not even budging or even trying to yank at you. He's just not moving at all. <laughs> you can't forcefully move this guy. At least not we're, by that much. We're okay. not. We're not running. <laughs> we running? No. <laughs> We're just walking. Right. For real. Okay, we're going to walk up. Yep. All right, so you guys are walking upward. All right, so we will move up this way. We're all going to die. Probably. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm at two points. Oh, I'm at three. Oh, I got full health. Uh, I'm uh, 12. I'm going to walk side by side with Lachlan to let him know what's going on. We have light. Halfway up, yeah. Here. Yeah, my great axe is currently light. glowing, which and probably went away side by side, and then I recast it. Yeah, I'm gonna stay near the yeah, back. All right, yeah, I do want to lead. Do you want to lead? All right, and who's yeah. next in order? You're gonna, uh, is Aaron gonna stay right next? I'm gonna stay yeah, side back. by side. Then. I'm gonna stay in the back. I'm gonna stay on his ass. I'll stay at number three then, again. All right, so we're, we're gonna hold walking hands, order. Walking. We have Lachlan oh, and Aaron walking side by side up this. 10-foot-wide pathway. Uh, one of you guys is going to be wading a little bit in the water, and then the other one is going to be walking on this pathway up this little small uh, embankment slope to the right-hand side. Now going north through this. Uh, aside from that, you can see that the bridge ahead above you is actually 20 feet high. So there's that little ledge above you. And you then, guys want to make a pyramid? <laughs> and was a in joke. front of you, coming into this forward. next section... We have, let me actually show you guys everything in front of you real quick as I reveal this area. As you walk around this corner, you actually see what looks like... <clears throat> this cavern is half filled with two large pools of water. A narrow waterfall, a narrow waterfall high in the eastern wall feeds this pool, which drains out into the western end of the chamber to form a stream that flows out of the cave mouth below. Low field stones look semi-stacked now with a giant gap in the middle of it, uh, along the middle of this section. Uh, it used to serve as a dam, slightly, possibly to hold water in both of these pools. Now the water level has diminished below a foot, which these walls themselves on this little field stone wall section could have been about three, four feet high. Uh, not three or four, four, five to six feet high, sorry. And then it looks like as if they've been brushed away or pushed away, and then it just bled out, and that's what had happened when that big, huge rush of water had come down the center of that cave entrance. So now we stand there with you guys leading, standing in front of this water as it echoes through the ceiling. I need you all to roll me initiatives, please. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. As now we see a handful of goblins jump out from the side. And then we're gonna go to pull this up, pull this up. Vistra, what'd you get? Five. Five. Kelsey, what'd you get? Fifteen. Alright. Lockman, what'd you get? Fourteen. Ooh. Nice. High numbers. Irvin, what'd you get? Twelve. <laughs> nice. These goblins are gonna. Okay. Net twenty? Yeah, pretty much. What the goblins get. We'll, we'll find out when you get fucked. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> Sounds about right. 
Alrighty, putting everybody in order. As you guys are looking at the streams, you guys hear the fling of short bows. As first up, as you guys are, you guys are probably like getting like right here as you notice this. I'm so glad I'm in the back. And side by side, Me too. who was in the water? <laughs> who was waiting in the water? Me. Everyone was waiting in the water. So then you guys are, I assume, on the embankment, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the water. Uh, as you guys are walking up, you see the one goblin straight in front of you, Blackland, shoot an arrow directly at you. And this is going to be the surprise round. So he has advantage on his attack. Uh, it's going to be uh, 22 to hit. That'll hit. <laughs> All right. And then with this attack, Yikes. it's going to be six points of damage as an arrow pelts right into the side of your armor. <laughs> and you are now aware of the goblin standing 10 feet away from you. Next up, we're going to move it over to... Everyone else is going to stay still. Kelsey, you are now up. As you hear and see a go- or you hear the goblin off in the distance around this corner, you can't quite see it yet. You don't see all of them just yet, but you do notice that one shot an arrow directly at Lachlan. We can see it. Me you and Lachlan. Lachlan and Erwin can see the goblins. Yes. He's at the, he's, he's at the top of the steps, ten feet in front of us. Yes. Ten feet in front of the goblin, or ten feet in front of Lachlan and Erwin is one goblin. Be wary, okay. I currently have an arrow sticking out of my chest. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, kind of. I'm a if I move between funny. them, will I be able to move back? Like, right now? You oh, cannot shit. end your turn in their space. And in that same... Now, with the word in here, a lot of people say differently. And depending on how your DM does it, listeners, ask them and have them verify how they would like to go about it. For me... I do like to say you can run up in between them, shoot, and then end your turn away from them. So you would go up, get five feet away from this guy, or ten feet away from this goblin still, shoot, and then move back through. Yes. Yes, you can do that. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do that then. I was gonna say that's not how it's done, but we have fun. Always. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. yeah. Roman attack. Fuck his ass. Huh. <laughs> this one should be, no, right? No. Which one are should you looking for? Should be D8, right? D8, yeah. One D8 for the one, but yes. It's the diamond one. Listen. <laughs> Six. Six points of damage. Nice. And now I'm going to be a coward and go back and hide. <laughs> and this arrow reaches into this goblin. <laughs> Bitch. Nice blood's just spurting out of his back. It looks like it almost went clean through him <laughs> as you hear it skittering across the, uh, the the stone walls behind him. As you go making your way through your friends again and getting out of range, any other bonus actions or anything else? Um, not really. I don't really have anything else I can do. All right, after Kelsey, then it's Lachlan. You are now currently up. And you see the goblin breathing heavily, gushing blood. What would you like to do? Uh, charge him. Go for it. Great axe. Moving up 10 feet in front of you, up the steps into the goblin's face book. Swinging your great axe that is glowing like a motherfucker right now from the light. <laughs> <laughs> Blinding speed! 22. 22 hits, rolls of damage. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> 10. As you go walking up to this goblin, and knowing that he shot you, you kind of have like 
a feeling of like resentment towards it. Like, I'm gonna fuck your shit up. You walk up, take your great axe, cleave him straight in half, and his body stands there for a second with enough force to kind of slightly topple sideways as the top half goes left, the bottom half stays, and still falls off to the right. <laughs> nice. He's now a dead goblin in front of you. <laughs> We'll just delete him out of the That's way. That's what you guys get for mistreating the wolves. All right, and that is only 10 feet of movement that you had went. You do have more movement, and you do see now currently, once you've stepped up in this little small section, you see three more goblins directly in front of you, all with a short bow aimed directly at you. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to just backpedal right back on down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. As you move back out of sight, 10 feet down, down the step line. No bonus actions or anything else? Nope. That'll be all she wrote. Alrighty. We're going to move the turn over to Erzin then. What would you like to do? As you see... I would like to ask if I, can, if I move up the stream, if I'd be able to see them. Uh, or is that... You'd be able to move up. It's it's. There are kind is of small like a, step slopes essentially going all the way up the stream bed. Is into it difficult to rain? Pools. Uh, no, not anymore. Uh, you could assume that from previously, if there was a lot of water still here, yes, it would be. But now with the water completely depleted out of both of these pools, it is now just regular terrain. I like to move up here. Up to the top. Okay, you're moving about 20 feet up to the... Following the creek bed, away from the staircase that they were just fighting off from the arrow and from Lachlan, you make your way around one little rock wall to the sort of ravine slash... Uh, filled pools, well, once filled pools, and now they're completely died down essentially to like under a foot tall. Okay, and I would like to cast. You do have line of sight on two of them. You're not able to quietly see this one off in the back corner, but you can see the other two. Hard cast, I'd like to cast Ray of Frost as the, the farthest one? Farthest one. Sure, go for it. See a small goblin at the base of them. Well, what looks like another set of stairs leading up to, well, map wise, to the south of. This location. 17. 17 hits. Roll some damage. Seven. Nice. As this Ray Frost coalesces in your hands and you shoot a beam out, you see this once sort of like translucent <clears throat> blue turn into a dark solid, solid icicle as it goes jabbing straight through into this goblet <laughs> and it takes it into the wall and it kills it instantly. <laughs> That one is dead as well. <laughs> okay, then I go like to move back ten feet down the stream. Yep, awesome. So moving back out of sight, moving back ten feet. Uh, you are now safe and secure. No bonus actions, I assume. No. All right, that'll move the turn over to Vistra. You are up. All right, I'm going to Vistra. I've seen one just on the other side of the pool of water, and I killed one. Yes. And that's all I've seen. Okay. I killed one right at the top of the stairs and then this tucked away right. further away from him is Was another the one. one. There's still two alive. Alright. I'm gonna try yeah. to make my way up the stairs. Alright, go for it. As you move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet up to the top of the stairs, you can now see two of them. You see the one off in the far corner. There's another the one. South, and then you see one directly to your left, about 15 feet away. Uh, the one. The one to south my right. was only 10 feet away. Yeah, yes. the one to my right, the one south of me. Yes. Um, I want to cast Sacred Flame on it. All right, and that is a dexterity save? Yeah. Oh All right, there we go. The dexterity save of a goblin. 20. Succeeds. 
As again, you hold up your warhammer and call out to your gods. Damn it. Back out of the there. slight light what appears happened? at the foot and just dissipates once again. <clears throat> Do you believe you sound frustrated up there. Just back up. You just gotta back up. Back, pedal man. And that's my turn. You're gonna stand up at the top of the steps? I'm out of movement. Alright, oh. that'll be all you can do. Now to the top of the step or top of the round, That's it goes to the goblins. Not good. As now both goblins drop their weapons, pull out their scimitar and a shield. They go running towards the one in front of them. Bring it. First goblin's gonna swipe with their scimitar. It's gonna be a let me see what's their bonuses again. It is a uh, 18 to hit for the first one. Just heads. Alright, we'll swing away on that one first. Actually, we'll do them both together. Second one swings as well. That only gets a, uh, an 11 to hit. That misses. The first one hits. He hits you with a scimitar. That's going to be six or seven points of damage. I'm out. As he slashes you down, you guys Shit. see Fistra stand up there, heaving and huffing. Still semi-soaked, blood just pulling out of him as he gets sliced, drops to his knees, falls face first. And that's what we're going to end the session at tonight. Oh, no! come on! <laughs> uh, shit! Fuck! That's where we're going to end the session at tonight. God damn With it. a God, lot that's how it of goes. combat. <laughs> We gotta end on the cliffhanger, all right? That's the, yeah. way to, that's the best way to that's do it. That's the way it goes. Anticipation for the next combat, all right? So with our adventurers given the task of traveling to Fandolin to deliver supplies, they had stumbled upon a few horses, found a path that may lead to where Gundren might be. They find another cave, and they were able to successfully make their way into it making it to almost the tip top of this cave one of the adventures got down tonight's episode will stop right there we want to thank you all for listening please give us any ratings any stars however your platform does it we encourage you to rate us helps us and it encourages us as well to create this content something that we love to do something that we have fun with and hopefully you have fun with it as well Uh, if you hated it if you found it entertaining informative uh, just leave us a review. We want to know. We need to know, in a sense, and that way we can correct ourselves. Maybe make something more entertaining for you, the listeners. If you need to reach out to any of us, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Dreasevito. You can reach out to Tate on Twitter at DocTotGaming. You can reach out to Ray on Instagram as Sturberry. You can reach out to Johnny Rose on Instagram as JohnnyRose98. Or you can reach out to Dave Castillo on Twitter at Debo1316. Oh, and before I forget, whether it's trying to calm down a few savage wolves <laughs> or trying to survive from falling off of a cliff God. and Asshole. pinwheeling your Disappointment. hands. <laughs> that, that hurt. <laughs> Just remember, let it roll. Good night, everyone. God, man. Oh. What the fuck? What a, that again. was a good one, man. I was, was I, on the edge of death again. Always. <laughs> Always. Look man. who's squishy now. <laughs> squishy? <laughs>